Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, October 4th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Five people were wounded, none critically, in a shooting outside of a residence hall at Morgan State University in Baltimore on Tuesday, according to authorities who urged students to take shelter on the campus of the historically black college. The Baltimore Police Department initially said officers were on the scene for an active shooter situation at 930. Police kept the campus on lockdown for hours and provided little information about their investigation. The gunfire shattered windows at a residence building that's on the same block as the city police station. Police Commissioner Richard Worley said the five victims, four males and one female, are between the ages of 18 and 22. Their injuries are non-life-threatening, he told reporters as of uh, a late news conference. Four of the victims are students at the university. No arrests were announced and police did not release information about the suspect or suspects. The shooting happened in the middle of a week of activities ahead of the school's homecoming game on Saturday. Morgan State University President David Wilson has canceled classes for Wednesday. The university has an enrollment of about 9,000 students. Philadelphia journalist and advocate Josh Kruger was shot and killed at his home early Monday morning, according to police. No weapons were recovered and there has been no arrests, a statement from police says. 39-year-old Kruger was shot seven times in the chest and abdomen at his Point Breeze home at about 1.28 in the morning. Police said he was pronounced dead at the hospital. Most recently, uh, Kruger worked as a journalist covering issues like LGBTQ rights, homelessness, HIV, and addiction in publications like the Philadelphia Citizen and the Philadelphia Inquirer. Most, uh, one of his most recent stories was a tribute to Joanne Epps, the president of the Temple of Temple University, who died in September. We are shocked and saddened by Josh's death, said Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney in a statement provided to CNN. His work built on his own personal experience living with HIV and experiencing homelessness, according to his LinkedIn profile. In his profile, he described himself as a destroyer of stigma and bureaucratic silos and a believer in the common good. He also used social media as a platform to write about his own experience surviving addiction and continuing to work with people dealing with addiction in Philadelphia. I'm really curious as to, you know, I mean, because they've been very vague on uh, on any leads or anything. And, it, yeah. it you know, I, I wonder if it's targeted or, you I know. did see an article and apparently there was some sort of, and this is what the article says, it's not Bible, uh, that there was some sort of somebody he knew they had had an altercation with that involved another person and they they believe that might be the case that could mm. be completely erroneous but that's what i saw so um you know uh, whatever it is it's pretty brutal got yeah. shot seven times yeah, yeah. in his brutal. home seems yeah. pretty personal right there yeah, yeah. yep Kruger also worked for the city of Philadelphia for five years with the Department of Public Health as well as the Office of Homeless Services and the Office of the Mayor. Senator John Fetterman called Kruger's death a devastating loss. Uh, in a statement, District Attorney Larry Krasner said Kruger lifted up the most vulnerable and stigmatized people in our communities, particularly unhoused people living with addiction. As an openly queer writer who wrote about his own journey surviving substance use uh, disorder and homelessness, it was encouraging to see Josh join the uh, join 
join Ken- the Kennedy administration as a spokesperson for the office, uh, Krasner said. As with all homicides, we will be in close contact with the Philadelphia police as they work to identify the person or persons responsible so that they can be held account. Uh, they can be held to account in a court of law, the district attorney said. In 2014 and 2015, Kruger won the Society for Professional Journalists Award for newspaper commentary in Pennsylvania. Today at 2.20, your cell phone, radio, or TV will blare a jarring electronic noise that signals a test of the nationwide emergency alert system. Uh, this is a coordinated effort between the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Federal Communication Commission to test the integrated public alert and warning system. It could be postponed uh, to October 11th if there's severe weather or other significant events, according to FEMA. But there's a rain date for this phone? <laughs> there is a rain date for the emergency uh, test. I just hope it's as loud as the fire alarms oh, that we have. Oh, it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? You're just yeah. driving along and all of a sudden your head explodes. You know, it, to me, it's going to seem like that sequence in the John Wick movies when they put a contract out yeah. and everyone gets an alert on their phones. Yeah. So maybe it'll be a contract. The process involves two parts. A 30-minute signal sent to radios and televisions as part of EAS and a similar one sent to all consumer cell phones as part of the WEA system. I wonder if it'll have the same crappy audio. This is an alert on the I think it's just a, n- a noise that just we're a getting noise. today, right. I think. Federal with a law- message, yeah. Federal, it is with a message? With, with a text message. Okay. Yeah. Federal law requires these systems to uh, be tested at least once every three years. The last nationwide test was August 11th, 2021. I remember getting that thing going, what the... Is yeah. a nas- very rarely do you see the national test come across, uh, and it was it was alarming. Yeah. It certainly was as well. Well, it should be when I when I was uh, first starting in, in broadcasting. There it was. There was a, a national alert system, uh, and there were certain protocols that you had to follow. It's different now, uh, but literally, we had a, uh, a special envelope uh, where authentic authentic. Authentication. Authentication codes were sent, and yes. they were sent in the, uh, uh, in the, um, uh, what's the, um, uh, oh, God damn it, the, the alphabet, the, uh, um, oh, the, um, the Alpha, uh, Bravo, uh, Charlie, phonetic. Delta, Phonetic a- Alphabet. And yes. You, and you had to, really? you, you had authentication, uh, codes that you had to, to make sure that it was valid. Uh, Robert Ludlum. Because it was supposed to be for things like, yeah, a nuclear attack. Right. And so on like that. Wow. Yeah. So, well, you remember what happened when they got their protocols screwed up in Hawaii? Yeah. Yes. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. That, that caused the entire yeah. island to go into a panic. Oh God, yeah. I saw something really disturbing around this um, yesterday. Somebody got, uh, shared something on social media that said, um, and I didn't even realize that this could possibly happen, but that um, women and and it really could be anybody. But they were talking to women who may be in a domestic um, violence situation at home and have like a safe phone that they use in case uh, they need help. That there's they were alert saying, hey, don't forget those phones are going to go off. That's too. very interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, Whoa. if if that's you and you're hearing this right now, shut that phone Turn off. Turn the phone yeah. off, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. Yeah, wow. I didn't even think of that. I know. I know. According to FEMA spokesperson Jeremy Edwards, the audio signal used for the test utilizes the same combination of tones familiar to Americans since 1963 when President John F. Kennedy established the original emergency broadcast system through an executive order. It's also the same tone that more than 1,700 local, state, territorial, and tribal authorities use to send similar messages for more localized emergencies. Do you know what the tone is? 
Ba -ba -ba -ba. Wow. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. That's a little lighter than the jarring electronic sound we'll get later. Uh, so -la -la -la. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> so expect that to happen today at 2.20. In sports this morning. The Phillies beat the Miami Marlins 4-1 last night in the first <laughs> Zach Wheeler struck out eight. Jose Alvarado preserved the lead in the eighth inning, and the Phillies opened their postseason with a win. Nick Castellanos added an RBI double in the eighth to score Bryce Harper, who knocked off his helmet as he ran past the stop sign, and the Phillies moved within one win of a National League Division Series matchup against Atlanta. Game two is tonight, and Aaron Nola will get the start for the Phillies. The first pitch is scheduled for just after 8 o'clock. There were three other wildcard games yesterday in Tampa Bay. The Texas Rangers shut out the Rays 4-0. In Minnesota, the Twins beat the Toronto Blue Jays 3-1. And the Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Brewers 6-3 last night in Milwaukee. And finally, the Union are at home tonight to host Atlanta United FC. The match at Subaru Park is set to begin at 7-30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy Romano. We welcome you to Wednesday morning and a lot to uh, to share with you uh, throughout the program. We'll start with the secret text for today. We have a chance for you to win tickets to see Depeche Mode. Yeah. Wednesday, October 25th at the Wells Fargo Center. I think I'm going to that show, by the way. Uh, have you ever seen them? I have. They're great. Yeah. They're great in concert. Yeah, they're fantastic. They were way better than I thought they were. I wasn't even that big of a fan. And uh, I went with my girlfriend at the time, wanted to go. And I went, and I was like, this is a great yeah. show, yeah. man. I ended up having a great time. Met the band. Yeah. They were really cool. David Kahn was a really nice guy. Did not know he was that hopped up on cocaine at the time. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he Had was. an issue. And yeah. uh, that's why he was so energetic and yeah. bouncing around on stage. <laughs> But he's a clean, uh, he lives a clean life now, uh, but we'll have a chance to win tickets. So it's uh, text the word secret to 39333. And we'll see if you win later on. Uh, speaking of winning, Crumb Bum Cash. Yeah, we got money to give away. $1,000 twice this morning, 8 and 10 a.m. Have yourself prepared, set to go, write down the word, then send it in. We'll tell you how to do it when that time arrives. Uh, we also have a couple of guests in the program. Comedian uh, Arden Marin is going to be stopping by performing at City Winery next Thursday. So she'll be in in the 8 o'clock hour. Or is she in the studio? She's in the studio. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, we also have... Um, so yesterday was Mean Girls Day, yeah. October 3rd. I actually watched some of the movie yesterday. Uh, but we are going to have from the stage show, the new tour of Mean Girls, uh, Natalie Shaw, who plays Katie, uh, who's going to be in our studio. It's today. awesome. So we'll talk to her about that. And that's performing... They are performing it at the uh, Miller Theater at the Kimmel Cultural Campus uh, through this Sunday. We also have... Tiffany Thiessen on the show, uh, and she's actually got a cookbook, which I'm intrigued by because it is about um, uh, leveling up your leftovers, so she, which is she, something I need to she's do. She's got a couple of cookbooks, and yeah. apparently she grew up fairly poor, so the family is like top-level leftover reconstituters. Oh, no, right. right. We will talk to her about that stuff this morning as well. So uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report is on the way with a stupid question, so stay right there. And we'll see if you can win some stuff when we come back. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. 
WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the Stupid Question Prize VIP four-pack tickets for Lincoln Mill Haunted House, Main Street Maniac, and that is for this Saturday, by nice. the way. And the question that I have for you is, in Finding Nemo, where is the dentist's diploma from? Ah. Let's see if you know the answer to this. 215-263-WMMR. In Finding Nemo, where is the dentist's diploma from? Call now if you know the answer. Got a lot of birthdays to mention while we wait for you to call in. Today being the fourth day of October, Liam Schreiber, the actor, uh, turns 56 years old today. We just today. talked about Naomi Watts. It was her birthday a couple days ago, and they were married for a long time. That is correct. Uh, Ray Donovan, uh, the Scream movies. Uh, it's in the X-Men universe as uh, Sabretooth. Um, you know what he's in? It's, it's a good movie. It is uh, early on in his career and Ben Affleck's career. It's called Phantoms, and it's uh, who uh, co-wrote uh, with Stephen King, the uh, other horror author they wrote, I think Sentinel or something like that. I don't know. Another, but another, uh, uh, you know, uh, Stephen King level. It's actually a really mm. cool story, but he's really good in it. Nice. So he turns 56 today. Alicia Silverstone. Oh, I just saw her. And uh, she's in that movie Reptile I was talking oh, about. She? The, yeah, she plays Benicio Del Toro's wife in that. And she looks great. Uh, All right. She yeah. is in, I, I consider Clueless a perfect movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, just wonderful. Blast from the Past is a cute one as well. Of course, obviously, the uh, Aerosmith videos. She is 47 today. Armanda Santana. Oh, yes. Ah, yeah. I've worked with Sylvester Stallone. He always, he has that, uh, he's got that delivery, uh, that, uh, that uh, seductive delivery. Yeah, can, about you, him. can you say his name again? Armando Sante. Yes, you are my lover. <laughs> um, he's in the movie. Remember that movie they did that was kind of a parody of uh, Fatal Attraction? 
Uh, it was kind of a, a one of those, you know, uh-huh. sad, Not body of evidence, like a spoof. It was or, a spoof. Uh, really? Yeah, it was no. a spoof. Sherilyn Fenn was in it. Yeah, no. uh, Carl Reiner directed it. Yes. Okay. Hang on. It, oh gosh, yeah, you know what I'm talking I, about, I do. right? I do. It, it was called like Fatal Attraction, but something it, like yeah, that, like yeah. a two word title. Yeah, okay. I'll look it up, Steve. Um, Private Benjamin. Uh, he was in Hoffa. He plays a smaller role in American Gangster. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, 74 years old today. Uh, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Uh, it's her birthday today, too. I know you. You are Susan Sarandon. Uh, I, always, I, you, I like her. I love Susan Sarandon, but you know what? It is the impractical. And I know we're going to have Murr on in the yeah, near yeah. future. The Impractical Jokers. There is a. There's the episode where they give Murr way too much um, Novocaine in his oh, mouth, yeah. and he has to put. He has to d- d- put on a cooking class. Oh, okay. And they tell him what to say, <laughs> and he says. You know who makes a, and he can't say this because his mouth is numb. He's numbed up. He says that Susan Sarandon makes a great shrimp scampi. <laughs> I need to hear that. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I always think of her since then, but she's great. She goes all the way back to Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you want to see her boobies, watch a movie called Atlantic City with her legs. Really? Jeez. I love, uh, is it Stepmom with Julie Roberts and her? Yes. I love that movie. It's a great movie. You know what she's really into? Ping Pong. Yeah, I, think yes. she's got, I think she's got a ping pong establishment. I think in you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. So, uh, but besides those, uh, Bull Durham, Thelma and Louise, a lot of great movies. She is 77 years old today. By the way, Fatal Instinct. Fatal oh, Instinct. Oh. Thank you, Nick. Yes. I played both a lawyer and a private detective. <laughs> yes. All right. Happy birthday. Uh, Russell Simmons, the founder of uh, Death Yes, Death 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 Records, yes. Huge uh, divorce settlement. And Fat Farm Clothing. As right. well. I remember that. Uh, 66 years old. Fat Farm, God. Yeah. It's all the rage for a while. Yeah, that's when PHAT yeah, mm-hmm. was a something uh, yeah. that had just arrived, and uh, he he took advantage of it. Wait, friends of mine, there's a group of them. Uh, they call themselves the Fat Farm. Oh, really? Are they uh, corpulent? <laughs> uh, not, no, okay. not really. Right. Like, why, I don't do know, they, I guess, why do they choose I'm not that? Just really for fun? Sure. I don't know where it came from. I think it was like their their guy friends in high school named them that, and then they like instead of getting mad, they just went with it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> they owned it. They owned it. I right. love it. Uh, the lovely Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, you remember for she, from She's, She's all, that. all That and Josie uh-huh. and the Pussycats. Oh. Uh, yep. Oh, is this the original theme song? Yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. Long tails and hands for hats. Guitars and shots and drums. Mean green movie song. Um, Rachel Lee Cook is uh, 44. That movie is actually a lot sharper than people think it is. It, I agree. It, it has a very funny parody, and uh, Seth Green is, is part of this boy band yeah. in the movie. It's pretty funny. Yeah, du jour. Du jour, that was his name. That's a good name. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Benoist. Ah. Oh, uh, super. She was uh, the CW Supergirl. That is correct, yes. <laughs> Uh, she was also in the movie Whiplash, and uh, she is uh, 35 today. Uh, Dakota Johnson has her birthday. All of the Fifty Shades Ooh, movies. Yes. There should be 50 Fifty Shades movies. <laughs> yeah, oh my when God. When it's all said and done, wouldn't that be great? Daughter of uh, Melanie Griffith, yeah. And Don Johnson. And Don Johnson. Uh, apparently has a huge dong. And granddaughter of Tippi Hedren as yes. well. Yes, girlfriend of... Chris Martin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're together. Yeah. Forgotten about that. All right, she's in Coldplay. 
Uh, she is uh, 34 today. Uh, the great Christopher Voltz. Ah! Uh, no. Bingo! I love that. So good. Who You think of the roles that he's played, um, like Django, uh, yeah. in Django. Oh. Who would be... I can't even think of anybody else no. in those roles. No. <laughs> you know? he's, he is such a strong actor. Um, he's good in... A, do you ever see Alita Battle Angel? No, I need to see you more... Do. I need to see more things that he's in, period. Because Watch that he one. Is, that one's a good is, one. Amazing. I'm sorry. That was, watch that one. That is a. It's a fun movie. It's you know fantastic. And he's a, he's a paternal character. Yeah. He's actually a nice guy. We um, had uh, we had Seinfeld on yesterday, and uh, for some reason, Jerry did a comedians in cars getting coffee with Christoph Waltz, and it was the most boring episode of comedians in cars. And and Jerry sort of acknowledged it. And Christoph Waltz at one point he's like, "I'm not a comedian. <laughs> I don't really know why I'm on this show. I I, I merely arrived. Yeah. You asked. And they go to like a, I think they go to international house." of pancakes because Jerry wants to take Christoph Waltz to uh, an international place he's for international, coffee. Because yeah. uh-huh. he's from a foreign country and Christoph Waltz is like okay and they just sit there and they film that uh, scene and nothing really happens. That's one of the few I miss. I have to check uh, that out. It's pretty good Steve. You'll like it. Uh, but yeah he speaks multiple languages. Yeah. Super super talented. Uh, from the world of Ted Lasso Nick Muhammad who plays Nate Aww. has his birthday today. Yep. He's I- 43 today. I love the trajectory of that character. I remember there was a point where my wife is going, I hate him. I hate him. Yes. I hate him. I said, oh, sweetie, this is Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, give him a chance. Yeah. I, same thing, though. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. I guess, was it the end of the second season? When right, it, right. When and, he, and I was just like, oh, I oh, hate yeah. this oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, so he turns uh, 43 years old today. And then the last birthday I saw is Bill uh, Fagerback. Is that how you say his name? Uh well, anyhow, uh, he's the voice of uh, Patrick uh, oh. from, yeah. That's oh! <laughs> yeah. That's and Dauber. Dauber from Coach. Okay, okay. Uh, he turns uh, six, uh, 66 years old today. I like that. I like Coach. It uh, was a good show. Yeah, like yeah, uh, J- uh, Jerry Van Dyke. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah, he was terrific. And he's in the first version of The Stand, right, yes. Chris? Yes. Yes. And he's excellent. Tom Cullen. Yeah. Uh, and he plays that character great. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean... Um, come on, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the greatest cartoon characters of all time. Do you know who's surprisingly good? They uh, the first they did a video game, a SpongeBob video game. Oh man, with Bikini Bottom and everything. We, we oh, played that to one? death. Oh, no. it's really good. Uh, nah, there was one that was a. Uh, it was way involved, and and uh, my sons actually went back, and then there were, then they had a second uh, big uh, SpongeBob game, and just a couple of years ago, my sons went back and replayed. Oh, the really? Thing yeah, because we had they they took it was time on with Xbox it. Xbox 360, but yeah, it was a great game. Uh, so he turns how old is he? Sixty six years old today? Oh, no way! Yeah, all right, Marissa. <laughs> In honor of Susan Sarandon's birthday, <laughs> this is Murr with uh, Novocaine <laughs> in his mouth from Impractical Jokers trying to say Susan Sarandon's okay. shrimp scampi. You know who I heard makes a stupendous shrimp scampi? Uh, you know who I heard makes a stupendous shrimp scampi? That's them telling him what to <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, and then yeah. he says it. Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Susan Sarandon makes a great shrimp scampi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's one of their best episodes yeah. ever. Uh, All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to the super question this morning in Finding Nemo. Where is the dentist's diploma from? And we will go to Ozzy, who is on the line. Yo, Oz, good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Ozzy, where is the dentist's uh, diploma fl- from, please? The Pixar University of Dentistry. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Pixar University. Hang on, Oz. 
We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for Lincoln Mill Haunted House, Main Street in Maniunk, this Saturday. And it will feature over 50 live scare actors, production quality sets, props, and special effects. Plus, you can learn more about serial killer Victor Kane's secrets in Maniunk. Uh, tickets and info at LincolnMillHaunt.com. Got a few stories to run by you. We'll start with this. Adam Devine and Chloe Bridges are expecting their first child together. Oh. And a Monday Instagram post, the Pitch Perfect star announced that he and his wife, Chloe, are expecting their first baby. And he had captioned a photo of himself with Chloe standing back to back with their hands on their belly saying, look, we're pregnant. And now I, well, I'm just fat, he says, but <laughs> Chloe is also prego. I like him a lot. With a human baby. Obviously, very exciting stuff, he said. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's very talented. Very talented. He's a lot of fun. Uh, he's on uh, uh, The Righteous Gemstones. Yes. He plays his, They all play weird characters yes. on that show. Uh, he continued saying, this will mostly be a baby page now, as I will be dedicating my life to my child in hopes he doesn't use my decades of recorded dirty jokes against me. Uh, the Pretty Little Liars actress also shared the news on her Instagram saying we have news. She kept a similar fo- captioned a similar photo saying can't wait to get this little family started. Uh, the pair met in 2014 when they were filming The Final Girls and began dating in February 2015. Adam announced his and Chloe's engagement in October of 2019. See, I think they go the long haul. They took their time yeah. before getting together. I think that makes sense. Getting married. Uh, they got married in 2021. And look, so. look on the page we're looking at. It says liked by Marissa Magnata. Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so they and 736,000 other people. Yeah. Uh, speaking of babies, uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are turning to mediation to work through custody of their children. Uh, in a hearing yesterday, lawyers for the estranged couple revealed that they are set to start a four-day mediation on Wednesday to resolve, that would be today, resolve issues in their divorce. Joseph, how do you feel when Sophie calls you a little twerp? Mm-hmm. Including establishing custody and a parenting plan for their two daughters, Willa and Delphine. Mm-hmm. Delphine. Uh, although judge the judge set a January 2nd trial date, the mediation aims to solve many of Turner and Jonas's custody issues. And court Turner's lawyer, Stephen Cullen, named to uh, claim that Jonas is asking for joint custody, saying that what he was looking for is 50-50. The parties are both seeing the children, which is what we all want. Sophie is trying to get them to decide the whole thing by a jump ball. Uh, the judge agreed with, wait a second that's no fair with Cullen saying uh, that she echoes concerns about the children that uh, he had brought up uh, despite high hopes for the mediation Cullen said that the current case quote should produce in parallel track to the mediation of course you understand legally he's uh, the mediation comes after Turner sued her estranged husband for wrongful retention alleging that Jonas was withholding their passports and not allowing them oh. to return to England the complaint against a musician called for the immediate return of the children wrongfully removed or wrongfully retained. Uh, Turner's legal team asserted the wrongful retention began on September 20th. Shortly after Turner filed her complaint, Jonas released a statement disputing her claims and saying that he believed the two had reached an agreement to work on co-parenting. You see these things happen all the time in entertainment or just in life in general. And if you are heading anywhere near, at least to me, Nick, you went through it, try to approach it as civilly as possible. Communicate. Because it goes, it goes south so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and it can and uh, I can see how that can happen and, and people can take the low road. If both parties take the high road, uh, everybody wins. Right. Yeah. And Especially also, the kids, which well, is what you... Yeah, yeah. most of the kids. You're absolutely right, Steve. However, uh, the costs that can be associated with taking the low road are just uh, mind-boggling. Yeah, right? 
and a huge waste. Yeah. Um, us Everything else is a waste of time. <laughs> Back no, off, yeah, what, child. Yeah. You're wearing your shirt yeah, today, yeah, Preston. I am, yes. That would nothing. be a waste of time. <laughs> Point break. I'm wearing That's my, your lawyer. War child. Yeah. yeah. Point break law firm. Yeah. Back off, war child. This is Seriously. attorney war child. <laughs> Esquire. He's going to advise you to back off. <laughs> the official recommendation of this party is... Uh, we believe you should back off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to another uh, divorce. Us Weekly reports that uh, Joshua Jackson did not expect Jody Turner-Smith to file for divorce. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, according to the source, uh, Joshua was clearly caught off guard by Jody's decision to divorce. He came back with a huge bouquet of flowers. Uh, they had their issues, as many couples do, especially two busy actors who are also juggling a child. I've decided that you're a turd. Uh, Joshua obviously didn't realize it was this bad that Jody was this unhappy. The source said their friends are baffled and trying to understand how this came about. You reported yesterday, she posted, I guess, on Instagram that she was having this uh, birthday party. And she, in, in, in not so veiled language, suggested he wasn't there. And that right. was upsetting to her. Uh, E-News reports that the pair were photographed holding hands at New York Fashion Week on September 12th, just one day before the date of separation listed on Monday's October 2nd divorce file. So Bob Saget's widow, Kelly Rizzo, was uh, speaking to Extra on Monday and said she is open to dating following the full house actor's death in January of last year. You know, that's ex- Bob Saget would want her to be happy. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Rizzo also opened up to the outlet about expecting uh, experiencing survivor's guilt. She said you feel guilty if you have happy moments or if you're not feeling sad all the time. You feel guilty about that. But then I learned that's very normal. I would imagine that is. I had survivor's guilt the other night. I watched The Price is Right primetime, and it was a survivor's episode. Oh. uh, And it was terrible. Oh, no. And I felt guilty for watching. Is that the same thing? thing. No, I don't think that's... Uh, She said, now that enough time has passed, even his girls are always like, that's silly. Uh, Heavenly Bob wants you to be happy. Yes. Earthly Bob would have been, like, not too happy. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I would imagine it's common, absolutely common for people to go through things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, celebrities are strutting their stuff during pa- uh, Paris Fashion Week. People report that Angela Bassett made her runway debut at the Muggler Show on Monday. The Muggler Show? Yeah. Is that We're, from the Derelict collection? Uh, she oh, was I was wearing, thinking like Harry Potter collection. Me too, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she was wearing an all-black ensemble that uh, trailed by. <laughs> Angela Bassett is wearing an all-black Ensemble. <laughs> Ensemble. Uh, and uh, Paris Hilton also walked the show wearing a... Backstage, all of the models are fucking smutty. <laughs> Shut up. I was wondering when that was going to resurface. I was thinking about it yesterday. I'm like, nobody has said anything this week. <laughs> And there it went. All right, Paris Hilton also walked in the show wearing a black mini skirt and a boxy top. A boxy oh. top. What's a boxy top, Kath? I would imagine just kind of a Squared boxy off. shape. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this comes after Viola Davis walked a runway alongside her husband uh, Julius Tenen for the L'Oreal Paris uh, Le Defile Walk. Yeah. Your Worth event. On what? Saturday. Who? What? Where? Uh, the per- Paris Le Defile Walk. Whatever. I never took French. <laughs> You can't tell. No. Right? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I'll just play You're it like off. Maurice Chevalier over there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Uh, according to court documents obtained by Page Six, Angela White, formerly known as Black China, has had to start selling her clothing, purses, and shoes in order to make ends meet amid her custody battle with Tyga. Uh, and it only it is only a temporary solution, as she says, as I will eventually run out of items that I can sell. I want so she really has. At least on the outside, done a full 180 and is, is trying to be, you know, kind of a normal person. So I wonder how this will impact that. Yeah. Uh, and she did her. She did an OnlyFans run. But what? like her, her name is uh, Angela White and she went by Black China? Yeah, isn't that crazy? She should have gone by White China. I know. White is asking that Tyga pay $125,000 for her legal and accounting fees. Tyga's real name is Morton Lipschitz. <laughs> uh, the reality star filed for jort physical conduct custody of their 10-year-old son, King Cairo, in July. Uh, Rachel Zegler is uh, standing up for Taylor Swift after the singer attended the Chiefs game uh, this past weekend. Uh, the West Side Story actress uh, took to social media <coughs> to call out the way men feel entitled to speak about women, their bodies, and their sex lives. She said, you will never see people speaking this way about a man. This is in That's response... Well, this is in response to a video of two men talking about Swift and Kelsey having sex. And she said that goes for a lot of different scenarios. We do not pick apart men's attitudes and relationships the way we do women's. And it's not always just men who speak this way about us. Women can do it, too. And it sucks, she said. Uh, She had that seeing uh, a lot of, quote, it's a joke. Uh, But you've got to understand that since being uh, the beginning of time, the quote, you can't take a joke has been synonymous with let me say a horrible thing about women while suffering the consequences. We're sick and tired. It's never been funny. Get a life, she said. But you're right, Casey. Yes, women, of course, sometimes do. (laughs) Men and women and people do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. It gets vicious on both sides. But I didn't see Get the, away from me. I didn't that's, see, that's a woman. I didn't see the video she was talking That's Crumbelina. Crumbelina. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure uh, what all she was going on about. Uh, Matthew McConaughey shared his thoughts on his mother, quote, testing his wife, Camilla Alves, Alves when they first started dating. Uh, this comes after Alves uh, was on a podcast and revealed uh, she would call me by all of Matthew's ex-girlfriend names. She would start speaking Spanish with me in a very broken way kind of putting down a bit, all kinds of stuff. And uh, Matthew said, my family and part of Camilla's and I as well, we cherish the value of a sense of humor and comedy. While some people were offended by his mother's funny behavior, uh, the actress said Camilla wasn't wounded about it. He said, what tickles us may bruise others. Yeah, he's so, funny. So apparently it was uh, kind of playful. Okay, but she didn't quite see it that way. I guess at the time. Right. Yeah, but maybe I think she kind of is cool with it now. All right. Yeah, I'm okay with the old bitch. Ozzy Osbourne is taking up a new hobby. Uh, the 74-year-old rock icon is practicing Tai Chi. Wow. Actually, that would be good for him. To help ease his Parkinson's disease symptoms, he said during the latest episode. Of the Osbournes uh, podcast. So he said, I'm going to try and do Tai Chi. It's good for balance. He announced this on the podcast, and he was joined by Sharon, Kelly, and Jack. They So there's, um, you know, John Saxon, the actor from years ago, um was um, practiced Tai Chi. I guess there are two versions. There, There is one that is very much a martial art, a right. self-defense. But the, the uh, sort of yoga-esque type of Tai Chi is supposed to be wonderful. 
I don't get it. Yeah. At all. I see people doing it. You were just kind of in the park and, and, and I, I don't understand what the end goal of that is. And I, and I, we, Shell and I were doing yoga for a bit there and, and I want to get back to doing that. That I get. I understand what that's about and stretching and all that stuff, but I don't understand what the Tai Chi thing is. And I've talked to people who do it and yeah. love it. And I just, I, I should probably try it and, and my, see what it's, it's all a, about. My guess is it's more um, more contemplative than yoga. Because yoga, you are actually really stretching. Yeah, not tai- only stretching. There's, yeah. there's, you know, you're holding right. poses and you're, you're getting in a workout. So Tai Chi to me seems very, um, lack of a better word, sort of melodic. Yeah, it's a moving meditation. Oh, okay. Ah. That's what it is. It's not supposed to be like yoga. It's supposed to be like meditation, hmm. but you're moving. Okay. Kathy knows all this stuff. Yeah, I don't... Uh, She's done yoga with the goats. goats. <laughs> I, so I, impressed I, it, remember? We did yeah, goat yoga here. Yeah. I, I just, I would have to do this to experience it and try to figure out where the meditative side of things come in for that. Because I'll be thinking too hard about my movements and body position and everything to actually let go and let my mind be free and let it all come well, in. There's a video running behind you. Just replicate the movements right now. Well, no, I'm not going to do that uh, right and now. I've never, <laughs> I've never done it before, so I'm not sure. But my guess is is that the movements are not um, you're because you're th- you have yoga in your mind. They're not movements like that. Yoga it, it, on my mind. To me, I would think at least for to start is it's very simple because so you basically you do a slow version of the wave. <laughs> Maybe. Right? Maybe that's that's exactly. well, okay, I'll yeah. stand up and do a little bit, but okay. but you'll see them, you know, doing yeah, things. Yeah, so, yeah. like it's very simple. It's yeah. just like you're moving your your arms along the line. Oh, I know, but I don't get it. Do I don't this. get this whole thing. I don't get oh, it. Well, just, oh, well, you're, I'm explaining this to you. This is called hailing a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> just do it, and then maybe you will get it as... You know, as you're doing it, I think. I like to, yeah, Kathy, I think Kathy is right. A, a moving meditation makes more sense to me because it. it so <laughs> yoga is you're doing the sprinkler. You're staying in the in the right. moment when you're doing it. So do do the Carlton. I should do. Yeah, yeah I need to do all the old the, all the old dance <laughs> yeah, yeah. like uh, starting the lawnmower. Yeah. There were some new ones that I seen on the internet, uh, like this. Are, yeah. Ooh, what's that one? <laughs> that's the that's the Earthworm. Inferno. What's this one? Uh, that's that is the getaway. <laughs> Get away. That's a helicopter. At least we're taking it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> rest for a second. Preston, do this. Oh, oh my God. Now you're tossing right, spider stop. webs. No. He's yeah. flinging something else. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now you guys are making me feel uncomfortable. Get away from me. Yeah, okay. Um, but I'm here. Tai-, tai Chi is a practice that involves a series of slow, gentle movements and physical postures, a meditative state of mind, and controlled breathing. I think so. It's a moving meditation. So for Ozzy, I think this would make more sense because physically he probably couldn't pull off yoga. Like a real... Yeah, right. Yoga, exactly. Well, people think yoga... They dismiss yoga. <laughs> yoga is very um, demanding. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. Like I've, I've you know, it, it, it's a workout. It, it can definitely be a. I a remember. Workout. But listen, hold on a second. Yeah. He's doing this for a physical reason for oh. Parkinson. So, um, it's there. There have to be physical benefits to yeah. the um, the movements that you're doing. I, I think it's also mind control and having yeah. your body respond. Right. Right. Say, Kathy and I can open That's up the studio. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, he's Ozzy says it's the balance that helps me. It, yeah. It, so okay. that's what he's doing. He's saying I want to get back to uh, all the options, or I want to get back to it, and I want to get all the options are open for me. Kathy, are there uh, Tai Chi studios? I don't know. I've oh, never yes. done okay. it. There are. I'm sure there yeah. are. I'm going to go and do Tai Chi and then afterwards have some chai tea. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Right. And then take a quick tea. They'll bring it all together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go do Tai Chi, have some chai tea, and then take a quick pee. Mm-hmm. 
All that works together. That'd be a perfect day right there. <laughs> That's the best day of my life. All right. Uh, well, enough about that. Um, yeah. Let's move More on. More breaking news. Yeah. More breaking news on this. I'd, I'd like to try Tai Chi. Breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Deadline reports that only murders in the building will be back for a fourth season. Right. I love that show. Hulu renewed the hit, showing uh, starring uh, Selena Gomez, uh, Steve Martin, and Martin Short, of course, on Tuesday. And the show's third season premiered in August and saw the highest viewership for any scripted Hulu original this year, by the Steve, way. Steve, how, uh, how far into this season are you? I'm pretty far along. Okay. I, I, I have not seen. Um, I, think I'm, um, I think I'm two back. Okay. The finale. Uh, it, is... it, it pissed me off, Nate, because I thought I didn't realize. I, I was like, "Oh, I can finish up now." No, watch it. and they're still being rolled yeah, out. I think yeah, the finale yeah. is tonight. Uh, oh, or maybe, yeah. maybe tomorrow night at midnight. Um, to me, this is the best season thus far. There are some cameos this season. Preston, there's an episode. Uh, I know you kind of bail on the on the first season. I, yeah. I want you to come back for season three because there's an episode that is so up your alley that I. I, I right. It's like it's perfectly scripted for you. Um, but Steve, we've said this many times. It's such a great murder mystery show on it, top of it being funny and really, really terrific. It really acting. is. So I, have, I have no idea who, I what, what's going to happen in the uh, finale. Though, I have guesses. I, I, I thought it was Meryl Streep, but now I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so, but uh, listen, the second season I thought was very Agatha Christie-esque. This this third season has been the funniest, Yeah, it's I my, think. It's my favorite show on yeah. TV right now. I, I, I absolutely love it. Well done. I, okay, you can release your fingers from yours, please. Cool. Oh, you were... Oh, yeah, some, sometimes you, you guys up? reveal a little too much about okay. And I'm only like two episodes into the third season. Okay. So right. I don't want to hear nothing. Gr- you'll enjoy it. That's all we'll yeah. say. Yeah. Couple other quick things. Uh, Loki executive producer Kevin Wright uh, spoke to Variety in an article published on Monday about why Jenna the Major's role wasn't cut back in season two despite his arrest for domestic violence in March. He said, I know as much as you do at the moment. Uh, it felt hasty to do anything without knowing how all this plays out. And this comes after Rolling Stone published an expose in June, which details the Creed three actors' uh, treatment of other ex-girlfriends. Nine sources told the outlet uh, that he subjected one ex-girlfriend to really extreme abuse physically and mentally, alleging that he strangled her as well. Uh, but his domestic violence trial has been postponed until October 25th. They also shot a lot of the series yeah, at that point. It. So, uh, and, and everyone is due their day in court, right? So that, I guess yeah. that's what they're doing. This guy's from Philly. Um, Jonathan Majors? Nope. Uh, Kevin Wright. Oh. That Preston was uh, alluding to earlier. Interesting. Yeah, he's, uh, he's the executive producer. Yeah, of University the, of the Arts. You know, I thought it was a, a, I think a, um, I don't know, I, I, a much more formidable villain. He's he's gone now, but uh, the villain in Guardians Three, the, um, uh, the, um, the. Uh, God, I don't remember. He's it. a geneticist, basically. Oh, I that forget his name. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but he was excellent, and the actor was terrific. All right, one last story on Tuesday. A twenty-four dropped the official trailer for Priscilla, starring Jacob L. L- Lordy, is that how you say the name? Oh, Lordy. And uh, Kaylee Spaney as Elvis and Priscilla Presley. That's right, man. What are you, nine? At the (laughs) film's premiere during uh, the Venice Film Festival in September, the real life Priscilla Presley told E! News that it was very difficult to watch her life unfold on screen, but that the director, Sofia Coppola, did an amazing job and did her homework. Uh, The film is based on Priscilla's 1985 memoir, Elvis and Me, and that will hit theaters on November 3rd. I've heard split stories that she hates it and loves it at the same time. I don't get. I don't get it. All right, we're ready for clips now. 
Pet Cemetery Bloodlined is a prequel to the movie Pet Cemetery, uh, which was based on the 1983 novel by Stephen King. In this clip, Lindsay Anderson Beer talks about expanding the novel into a full feature film. I mean, first of all, Pet Cemetery was my favorite King book um, when I was a kid, so that was a little bit of a, a dream project. I felt like Pet Cemetery, particularly, is kind of a backdoor horror movie. It's a family drama that becomes incredibly terrifying. I'm scared. Uh, I'm kind of interested in in the book. They they really heavily rely on a um, uh, Native American uh, myth called the Wendigo, right? Um, and so they didn't really touch on that in the movies that I saw. So it, I would it, like to see them explore that a little bit. It's very limited in the first one. There, there. From what I understand, I never read Pet Cemetery, but there were there were departures from the book that made the movie a little stupid in some ways. Mm-hmm. Although I do like it. Yep, so uh, Pet Cemetery's Bloodlines is released uh, to streaming this Friday. Next clip. The action-adventure movie The Creator is about a future war between the human race and artificial intelligence. Here, director uh, Gareth Edwards talks about the efficient way uh, they decided to create this movie. Here we go. Let's shoot the movie, let's edit it, and then when we know what's in the film, let's give those frames to our designer, James Klein, and his team, and they they can paint in the science fiction of exactly what's in the movie. So it's like a way more efficient thing. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the creator is out in theaters now, if you want to see that, by the way. Uh, I, I do want to see it. The visuals are pretty amazing. He directed uh, Rogue One. Yeah. Nice. Gareth Edwards, yeah. Love that movie. All right, and that is the entertainment report for today. A reminder, secret text word. Chance for you to win tickets to see Depeche Mode Wednesday, October 20th, 25th at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, tickets are on sale now, but you have a chance to win them. So text the word secret to 39333. We'll send a word back to you. Ask you to call in later. Designate a caller. Get those tickets, and we also uh, have a random pair that will just uh, or a pair to a random texture that we will give away as well. Lots of stuff on the show. Crumb bum cash. We've got uh, comedians, actors, and all kinds of things taking place. So we'll come back in a moment and dive into it all. Stay with us. WMMR. We've been waiting all year for fall activities. Hey, it's Kathy Romano. I think fall is a great time to get out of the house and enjoy all the season has to offer. I just posted Kathy's fall activities on PrestonandSteve.com, and it's got tons of fun options, including great family activities for the kids and stuff for adults to enjoy as well. Things like a zoo campout, festive Instagram photo ops, pop-up food truck festivals, and more. You can check out my latest fall activities at PrestonandSteve.com. From Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks your fall. Fall activities. I don't know if you guys heard, but the Phils won their first game last night. Wild card uh, playoffs last night. A um, couple of our family members were in attendance. Nick was there. Marissa was there last night. I mean, talk about a gorgeous night <gasps> to go to a baseball game. And it's going to be great tomorrow, uh, tonight and tomorrow, too. Uh, so that's wonderful. Yes, Hopefully yes, just, yes. just tomorrow is all we have to worry about. We won't have to worry about Well, just tonight. Just tonight. 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 Yeah, I mean, yeah. tomorrow we won't have to worry about. Um, but there was um, you, you something took place yeah. that you said, Nick, that you thought was worth spotlighting. So I was uh, sitting in, <clears throat> excuse me, in Section 132 at Great Seats, and uh, we were behind the Marlins dugout. And uh, at any Phillies game, you'll get some fans from the opposing team. There aren't, in fairness, 
a lot of Marlins fans out there, period. And uh, the the two Marlins fans uh, were in our section last night, and they, they were actually really nice guys. They were having some fun. They were rooting for the team, but by no means were they being obnoxious or annoying or anything like that. And at one point, uh, in between innings, there was a guy, as the Marlins were coming off the field uh, and getting ready to bat, um, one of the Marlins players tossed the ball into our section. One of these Marlins fans caught the ball and then handed it to a kid. They gave Aww. it right to a Phillies fan. Very nice. And they were, they were just nice dudes who were rooting for their team. Right, and so in the seventh or eighth inning, and by the way, I was sitting with uh, Bob Kelly of Fox Twenty Nine. Bob's such a great guy, and it was really cool to hang out with him all night. And so I posted a picture on my Instagram um, uh, of me and Bob and these two guys, and uh, they they got ejected, and I don't know why. And everybody in our section who was also having fun with these guys, but they, I, I, I swear, they were good natured fun. Well, yeah, absolutely. Say they were not really being jerks at all. Um, they got ejected. And so we were, we were chatting with, uh, the security guard. Everybody like in our section was like, no, these guys are cool. These guys are doing just, you know, they're fine. They're not doing anything wrong. The security guards wouldn't listen to us and they got escorted out. And so Bob Kelly actually got their phone number and uh, one of the dudes phone numbers. They, they're from Florida. They, they live, uh, they grew up in like West Palm. Uh, so they're like native Floridians, and that's the reason why they root for the Marlins. And um, we're going to try, I think Bob and I are going to try to take them to a future game. Not Probably not another playoff game, but maybe something in the spring training right. or next season or whatever. But I, I just, I, I, it really bugged me uh, that these poor dudes got tossed because do, I don't think they deserved it. Do you think it's possible something happened that you were unaware of? That, well, I think that, uh, so Bob and I were talking about it afterwards. After they got ejected and Bob's wife was there and, uh, and one of his kids. And apparently there were some people, some Phillies fans in the section two hours left, closer to left field, who are yelling at these dudes and, like, throwing something at them. And so I think the Phillies fans in the other section instigated it simply because they were wearing Mar- Marlins gear. Mm. And um, and these guys sort of respond to that, but not in a malicious, awful way. Uh, but the security guard, I think, saw the response, and that's why they got tossed. And I think once a security guard makes up his or her mind, yeah, there's no very going little, back. If you, if you, you get, and I can completely understand that, if you make it the case where you're going to negotiate everything down, and you know, exactly. you're going to be in a world of hurt. Yeah. So, so it's probably best to just make the rule. First instinct is the one you're going to go with, and you can hash it out later because otherwise it, it will escalate. Yeah, and, and Steve, exactly to that point, the, the guys, uh, the security guard came over, and we all, everybody in our section, all the Phillies fans, were like, "No, these guys are cool. These guys are cool." And uh, and the security guard was like, "I'm not listening. I'm not. Uh, uh, I out. can't they're hear out. you." <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he'd already made up his mind that these guys were gone, uh, which is a shame. That's too bad. Yeah, it, it bummed me out. Do they live here locally, or were they coming in just for the game? Well, they came in from. Uh, they, I think they live in North Jersey now, but they grew up in South Florida, and that's why the Marlins fans. I think one of the guys said he lives okay. in Bayonne, um, but uh, you know, they, they like lifelong uh, Marlins fans. The one dude, uh, if you look in the picture press, and the guy that's uh, that Bob Kelly's hugging, uh, his great uncle was actually on the Phillies in the fifties. Uh, yeah, so he grew up like he's just he's a baseball fan. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and so we just really had a nice conversation with them, and and yeah, Steve, it was good natured razzing, but nobody was at all being a jerk at any point. Well, it sounds like listen, that you're going to make good on it. Maybe it was just a, a so. misunderstanding, but uh, uh, it's it, it's good to hear that there is, you know, I mean, there's so much, <laughs> I mean, when kids get vomited on occasionally, yes. uh, <laughs> this is this is pretty innocuous. Uh, let me ask you, were they, um, how, how far into the game was it? I think it was the eighth. Okay, so most of the way through. Yeah, the game. yeah. I mean, right, I, I, at least they got to see most of the game. Yeah, at least they got to see most of their team losing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and were they were they 
really pissed off when it was happening, or were they just kind of like they, they put up a fight uh, and not in fight a, you, not in an aggressive way. They were just saying like, "Hey, we're not doing anything. We didn't do I anything." I want to fight you, <laughs> and and so they were um, defending themselves. But uh, I think Steve, they realized that uh, the security guard was not going to bend at yeah. any point, and so they. Like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> they didn't realize, you know, they, there was no way that they were going to change that person's mind. So once they recognized the fact that they were gone, they were gone. I, I, I'd hate to be security at a, a, I know, a stadium. I know. I mean, it's a thankless yeah. job uh, because, and I'm sure the rule of thumb, I'm sure that the overriding edict is no no uh, arbitration. You go. You you act on your first instinct, follow through, and then you can hash it out later. By the way, it was such a positive night. I mean, Preston, the weather was absolutely perfect. I like getting down to the game early, um, at, at, you know, hopefully not fighting a ton of traffic, getting in the parking lot and just having some fun and, and hanging out with Phil's fans. And then uh, Reese Hoskins threw out the first pitch. And that was like the most touching, sweet moment. Like, I, I just love that guy. Yeah. He's so, and the, the fans went nuts having Reese come out on the mound. He threw to Kyle Schwarber, which was really cool, um, and then uh, Zach Wheeler pitched a hell of a game. It really, it was, it was a great night to be a Phils fan. And Marissa had a uh, a caramel apple, apparently. Oh, all right. Brought over a picture. I don't know why. Yeah, well, okay. caramel apples are like a thousand percent uh, superior to candy apples. I think you guys would all agree with that, right? Okay. Uh, I, I don't know yeah. why Marissa brought this picture over to me. Well, it's just a positive note. Uh, okay. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to have a positive note about the a negative thing I will throw out there. <laughs> Nobody has any vegetarian food. Anymore in the stadiums. That's the vegetarian right there. Is there any meat in that caramel apple? But it's really hard to find. It happened to me on Sunday at the Eagles game. There was no vegetarian food around. So they have popcorn and soft pretzels? Wait a second. I thought that was part of the deal that they were adding. Steve. Exactly. They keep saying like, "Ooh, we have vegetarian, we have vegetarian." Well, it's like one stand on the other side. So whatever they have, I found the really we have fun. soda. They they do, yeah. um, and beer. Um, I found the one fun stand that has all the like um, uh, new additions, and they have hay bales. Kathy, you I can't eat those. You, instead of like stanchions, you walk through hay bales to walk in. And they had a uh, bacon and grilled cheese and tomato soup, <laughs> and they had a gobbler bowl, and they had this caramel apple. Oh, okay. That All was right. really good. See, crab fries are win. vegetarian, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, crab fries are, so is the mac well, and without the pizza. cheese sauce. Okay, so and, I was just going to uh, say, instead of fries and pretzels, you it, would want be nice, it would be nice to have, like, a veggie burger. A veggie yeah. burger, okay. Or, like, uh, an eggplant on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> a veggie hot dog. They used yeah. to have veggie hot dogs at all the stands. A and whole now they eggplant have on a stick. On a stick. I like cooked. that. What are you having there? Eggplant on a stick? Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. Great idea. People walk around amusement parks with, like, a big What's chicken Turkey dog. leg. Right. Turkey leg. We dominate the rye bread industry now at Stadium <laughs> Events. Now it's time to move on to eggplant on a stick. Uh-huh. Also, a caramel apple might be one of the most embarrassing foods to eat. Caramel eggplant. Caramel eggplant. Caramel eggplant. It, it was spraying everywhere. It's every every time yeah. I would like take a bite of the apple, I would like see the guy in front of me kind of wipe his arm on his shirt. Dude, I, I was at an event one time and I saw somebody who had the wrong set of choppers bite into a caramel apple <gasps> and cracked blood coming out. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Caramel well, apples, they can be formidable if you don't have the proper... Yeah, I don't know why they do it as the full apple. They should just cut it in slices Kathy, and it should be slices. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I've come around to that. The best way to do it. Have you ever seen one of those uh, apple uh, slicers, yeah. cool slicer things you push down on it? Right. Much better. Once you get a Much caramel better. apple, you take that, split it up into the pieces, and then eat it that way. Uh, it's yeah. perfect. On the stick, it's pretty ridiculous. You, you, could, like, it's, you could do an eggplant that way on a stick. That's fine. Do an eggplant on a stick. There is a vegetarian-based <laughs> stand behind first base. Marissa, it is Marissa. called it's called Greens and Grains uh, and has um, a ton of uh, delicious veggie food at the stadium. They do. They have a veggie hot dog. They um, And actually, I'm very happy because earlier in the season, they, do, they did not have just regular veggie dogs. They had like a specialty one that was more of like a veggie sausage. Um, but they have a veggie cheesesteak. They have great foods. But that's just one stand. All right. And like if you're not sitting... Near there, you have to like cross the stadium. It's so inconvenient. You have some major issues. If you're not sitting near chickies and peats, then how are you going to get your crab fries? They need to have more of those. And if you're not sitting near Manco Manco, how are you going to? Sorry, not everything can be catered to you, vegetarians. But uh, you know what? But it's not. It's it's also. It shouldn't just be vegetarians. Like what I think. Well, you're. What about pescatarians? No, no, no. But what about somebody who just wants a healthier option? What about Lutheran? That's not there. I think you say that instead of vegetarians, and that won't kill. <laughs> yes, that's I, all. I, I'm no, sorry. Like, dude, there's so little time in between innings now. Then get there earlier. You can't if if you want a snack. Ask kickers. My only option is a pretzel. Uh, look, I just want a goddamn veggie dog. They're there so, you go. So good. And it's out there. We got halfway it. Halfway around the stadium for a veggie. We dog. cast it into the ether. It's all you can do now. It's, yeah. it's not. Don't twist yourself up. That's okay. It really. Hit you were me. at a, You were at a wonderful sporting event. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the positive. I had a great caramel apple. There you go. There you go. Okay. Last, you know how many kids in China would kill for a caramel apple at a two, police game? Two nice guys got thrown out of the game. Right. They were brutalized. And you didn't get your veggie dog. I was trying to keep this positive, guys. I was trying to keep it It started off as, as a wonder. It, it was yes. Finding Nemo, and then it became Taxi Driver. Wait, she literally said, I'm going to keep this positive, and said, but I have one thing. Yeah. There's nothing for me to eat. And you know what? Yeah. You're fired. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Fine. Done. Get out of here. Get that was the last straw. Yeah. After all these Get years. Get away from me. <laughs> and then the exit. Do, do, do you think you did talk all too right. much about candied apples? Question about the caramel apple. Is yeah. was it, is that available all over the place? or? Nope, just one stand. Oh, what? God oh. damn it! <laughs> all right. Wait, are, uh, are crab fries vegetarian? Yes. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, I mean, without the, the cheese crab fries. Without the... Um, no, it's just because the old bay seasoning. Is that it? That's yeah. It. A lot of times they'll serve them in a London broil. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of those hers trips that we try, the, like, oh flavored God. ones, they're all vegetarian. I think I would like uh, crab fries in a blender, uh, almost like... As a drink? <laughs> what? Nick. As a drink? Nick, yeah, as a drink. It takes Nick too long to eat the fries, Nick, uh, dip them, and eat them. Want me to top off your crab fries? Dude, I just want to drink it. Want me to top off your crab fries? Smoothie. Yeah. I dump my cheese on the crab fr- uh, fries. So uh, when, and whenever mix it up, it's not enough cheese, by the way. Thank that you. one of those little things. But what I I'm like to you. do is I dump that on there, and as I walk back to my seat, right, uh, the cheese kind of works its way all the way down to the bottom. But you can't do that unless you have a fork to eat it. with. All right, I right. will tell you this: right. whenever we are in proximity, we used to do the calendar release parties, and and I would not eat for like a day before because oh, something yeah. that I loathed when I came to Philadelphia. Uh, was the the crab fries? I, I, I why do they like? And and now I freaking love them. Casey, you mentioned a fork. Let me uh, throw this at you. 
a spoon and you blend them Shave at every they, drop. Almost like blend. Uh, yeah. No. Almost like um, what do you mean blend? It put, like put uh, them in a like blender. A paste? Yeah, yeah. Almost like uh, um, you puree you. it. You do you. Uh, what's it's like the, mashed potatoes. Yeah, Wendy's, he's uh, right. What's the Wendy's dessert? The Frosty. Almost like a Frosty. You but, want uh, a crab fry you style. want a crab fried Frosty? I do. Yeah, hot. Um, have it's you considered eggplant on that. a stick? <laughs> Honestly, I'm just trying to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eat some baby food. Dude, you know what, though? No. I, all right, so That's speaking of... gross, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of blending things that aren't supposed to be blended, I yeah. saw this thing on uh, Instagram the other day where a dude put a, a chicken breast, a potato, an onion, I know, and a flour, and a rabbi. <laughs> I was like, why are you putting a rabbi in there? What did he do? That's but weird. they blended it all up, and they made their own chicken nuggies with that. And I was like, I think... I, 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 I've seen that sort that. of quasi-hack. I, I let the pros do it. One time, though, Preston, uh, <laughs> we got a, when the Cuisinarts first came out, and my, my dad, after my mom passed away, and then, you know, he, he moved, and we had all this, these appliances. Well, let's try, let's try cooking, my brother and I, and let's, uh, let's make some mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving. We, Nick, to your drink, right. we pureed. It was a drink. The mashed potatoes you could literally yeah. pour no, as a drink. It was ridiculous. Our friend, uh, Dr. Bill, uh, he had to have his jaw broken intentionally. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, he had to, the, the way that he got, had food uh, was, um, you know, his jaw was wired shut. So he put Drink food, everything, right? Yeah, he had to and, and put it in a blender. And one time his wife, my friend Jong, put a, uh, <laughs> a buffalo chicken pizza slice in a blender <laughs> and blended it up. And fed him, fed him buffalo chicken pizza that way. And I was like, Larry, right, let me try it. And it tasted pretty damn good. Yeah. So I'm just saying, blend more foods, eat them. So, Casey, I think this is what we're seeing here is uh, your chicken nugget. Yeah, I need uh, to do thing. that. Because I... I- I'm a big fan of chicken nuggets, uh, but sometimes the uh, like the pre-frozen stuff. I don't know. I'm just I'm you know kind of over a little good? bit. Yeah. Honestly, the Tyson, um, uh, it's they're the 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 veg or the uh, Impossible, basically their version of Impossible. Their chicken nuggets, oh, the fuck are <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. yeah. By the way, people are saying that if we. Blend crab fries. Essentially, that's mashed potatoes. And yeah, that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> oh, I said that. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's mashed potatoes. Cheesy <laughs> mashed potatoes. With some crispy fried yeah. little... Well, yeah, with a spoon. Parts but but hang a on cup. a second here. I've never had mashed potatoes with uh, Old Bay. And uh-huh. I think that maybe might be kinda good. we might be you, onto you, something. You, just, you, good. you hit something that I was just thinking myself. Yeah. With, with Old Bay uh, mashed potatoes. I would, Cheesy Old yeah. Bay mashed potatoes. I wouldn't overdo it, though. No, I would just... I would more so take your regular mashed potatoes and just... Sprinkle a little old bay on top. That ought to be enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, in fact, that needs to happen. But today, I believe, is a day for biscuits, correct? Uh, we are, yeah. We got uh, the, the biscuit lady coming in. Put uh, those in a blender. <laughs> you can put those in a blender, Nick. You should open up a restaurant that's just all blended. Preston, <laughs> you and me, we we get, listen, there's got to be some space there at Citizens Bank Park for our eggplant on a stick uh, stand. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, I need to think of a restaurant name for you. Yay Puree or yeah. something like that. I don't know. We yeah. guess puree. what I get to Puree. Yeah. yeah. But what about like Pure A? <laughs> you know? Pure A. Or you could use blend in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a blend word. Yeah. Uh, Nick's blend. I mean, there's already a Blendini, right? That's, yes, uh, there is. Makes yeah. that. And there's uh, Baldini. Mike Baldini. Uh, <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> There is Mike Baldini. <laughs> there is Mike Baldini. <laughs> there is. All right. We Hang learned on. nothing. Anyway, 
Uh, all right, so I want to talk about something else. Go, Go Phils. Uh, Kathy had an event last night yes. as well. Uh, Nick was at the ball game, so it was Marissa. And uh, But Kathy was at a fall activity event I last was, night. I was, and it was... Where's the drop? It was so much oh, fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Fall Thank you. Yeah, it was so much fun. We were at Sycamore, Sycamore and Stone Farm. That's Jeff Devlin's um, farm. What a great little place. I didn't like really... I told him, I go, I didn't grasp the concept of what you were doing here because he has so much going on. He right. has like an Airbnb that he um, rents oh, out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that was all... I, me neither. And I'm like, and he's like, that. he kept referring to the house. And I'm like, is it your house? He's like, no, it's the Airbnb house. And then uh, he has this this farm there that he does, you know, a lot of his work, I guess. And then they have a little room where we had the activity. They've got a little shop there. It, it's great. Um, That's but, yeah, awesome. We, we had so much fun. We made dried floral wreaths and bouquets with uh, bygone flowers. Uh, this was Nicole's, I believe, her first class. She doesn't have a storefront, which is why we went to Jeff's place. Um, and I think this was her first class. It was awesome. We had so much fun, but what I loved the most was there was, you know, a ton of people there, but a couple came. We had a guy that came and made uh, wreaths and bouquets with us. His name was Anthony, and he he's the one that heard the activity list. He booked it for him and his girlfriend. It was her birthday, and so he he brought Aww. her as part of her birthday gift. Well, yeah, that's cool. Their trays of cookies and stuff, as glasses of wine. Oh, so, yeah. so is this, this is the one that, did they add, they add you added another one? Uh, no, this is not the one uh. that we added another one. But um, Jeff has a ton of classes at Sycamore and Stone Farm. Uh, and I'm actually going back for another one. But if you go to his website or just go, go to our website, actually, on, on my fall activities list, you can see everything huh. that Jeff has there. But it's a great. great it's a great room for fall activities. By the way. Calper needs to say sycamore. Sycamore, yeah. Susan Sarandon, sycamore. <laughs> sycamore and stone. Fuck. Um, but I just thought it was so cool. And this guy, he was like, I heard him at one point. He was like, hon, he's like, look at these. These are awesome. As he was like putting together his wreath. And he was the only dude there? Only dude. Him, him and Jeff. Jeff was there taking some videos and hanging out. He was the only dude there, but he was awesome. Yeah. Wow. Jeff's, a, Jeff's a great guy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. God, I'm glad it went well. How many people were there? It looks like it was packed. It, it was. Um, we had like three long tables filled with people. Um, and and the, the shop is also great too because it's all of Jeff's handmade work, his yeah. woodwork. And um, my cousin was with me, and she was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go look around." She ended up leaving with a kitchen table. Oh my god! <laughs> really? Yeah. I tell you what. Wow. Like knickknacks, and amazing. she she leaves at the kitchen table. Uh, I did, he he presented the option when we redo our kitchen because we have that sort of a you know Victorian farmhouse sort of thing, the, the wood stuff. I, I, he's one to commission to do some of that. Well, he he actually does kitchen yeah. cabinets. Like yeah. if you like that old barn style look he can make you kitchen cabinets because we have a special cabinet for our uh, eggplant on a stick right and, uh, he makes yeah. eggplant on a stick cabinets it's they're really nice custom it's really made. it's wonderful uh by the way i have uh i have some names uh suggested by our listeners for nick's restaurant oh, okay uh so we have the puree cafe yeah i like, I like it i like that it's one very, yeah it's pretty good rolls um, off the tongue Blendy Vetter. Yeah. <laughs> Blendy Vetter is good. How about Glappy Frappe? Glappy, Glappe, Glappe, Frappe. Yes, that's a good I like uh, Nick McBlender Wayne. Nick McBlender Wayne. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Blenderina, uh, all mixed up. That's actually a cute name. All mixed up, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, rye blend. Uh, <laughs> rye <Deb>. blend. <laughs> mix mix. That's pretty good. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll look for this. It's down the, the best. Road. Yeah. Uh, it's the best pureed potato place in town. Is yeah. your so Steve is the you know the, the impetus of the restaurant eggplant on a stick and then the blenders on the side or are we combining our forces? Here? Well, well, if it, you mean like a like a 
Kentucky Fried Taco Hut, like exactly. that kind of thing. I think we could do that okay, side by right. side. I think they complement each other. You come out after your nice tall glass of uh, potato, yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're going to want your eggplant on a stick. That's right for the for the drive home. Uh, I've been told we need to wrap. We're oh, going on Fox. What? Good day, right? Yes, we, we are. We have to go live on Fox. Good day. I totally forgot about that. All right, so we are going to take a break right now. Um, but a reminder that we have uh, Crumb Bum Cash coming up when we return, as well as Bizarre File and Fox Twenty Nine. So we'll do that in just a moment, please. Stay with us. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, Hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Any moment now, we're going to hear some music swelling, which means we're going on Fox Good Day. Here we go. All right, 756, we're taking a look at Citizens Bank Park. What a night last night as we get ready to talk to Preston and Steve. Were you guys there? Uh, we were not. Uh, Nick McElwain and Marissa Magnata both went to the game last night, and uh, the weather was great. The game was great, so it was a beautiful night in Philadelphia. It, it certainly was, and I want to bring this up because, Nick, you were popping champagne yesterday. Isn't it a little early for that? <laughs> I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, I mean, Wait listen, Alex, if you're going to tailgate, you might as well do it with a little bit of class. And so uh, we brought a bottle of champagne just to toast the, the postseason, and I had a great time with uh, with your buddy Bob Kelly. He was there last night, too. So it was a really great night, and, and as Preston said, just a perfect night for baseball. It was awesome being in South Philly. And not just any champagne. I mean, Moet. I mean, that's like... Completely. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Right. It's not no Corbels or anything. <laughs> no, there's no swill involved. 
<laughs> well, you guys are good neighbors in that regard. So that's what we're talking about today is how sometimes we do things and you don't always think about it. That is uh, annoying to our neighbors. Do you guys have anything like that? For me, it might be my dog's not exactly that friendly. So uh, well, my neighbors don't necessarily love her. Uh, when I come in early, uh, so I leave the house at about 415. I fire our cannon. No, uh, no, I, I don't like that. I, I honestly, I we thought about this. I'm an exemplary neighbor. I'm, I'm so. I do not want to be. Uh, you know, we're very conscientious of our neighbors around us, uh, and so no. And and we try to accommodate the little life things. Preston, do you have an issue? I know uh, you have a Hatfield and McCoy situation. No, I don't. Uh, no, you know what, uh, Karen? It's funny they mentioned that. Yeah, our dogs are, are yippy. We have small dogs, and they they bark a lot. And there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, you know, even uh, our neighbors who've been there for years, they bark at them, and I've, I've given up. It's got to annoy everybody. It annoys us, actually. But there's another thing that I do. So I, I'm uh, I'm an avid golfer. I play regularly. I'm, I'm a low-handicap golfer, so I'm decent at it. Uh, and I like to uh, chip golf balls <laughs> in my backyard. And I actually, there's a spot. I have, like, this little 25-yard area to play with, and I hit from my backyard over to a little patch of grass. It's over by my driveway, and I have to land it just right because if I don't, it hits my driveway and shoots out into the road <laughs> and can actually end up in my neighbor's house in their uh, in their yard across the street. Now, I haven't hit any moving cars yet. I've come very it's close. It's going to happen. Uh-huh. Even, I'm, even though I'm a decent golfer, it's eventually it's going to happen. Uh, so I know that's got to bother some people. But I've got my game to worry about. <laughs> that's it, man. No, no, no neighbors complain yet? No, nope. you're, you're okay. Well, that's not too bad. I don't make eye contact with my neighbors, so I've never heard any complaints yet. <laughs> that, that, that's another one is not saying hello. Well, now we always have the earbuds on. So even when you're walking the dog or you're out, like you're mm-hmm. listening to like your podcast or talking on the phone all the time. Well, the- what are the other things? Ask the, your room there uh, is when I have kids and like the balls are constantly going into the neighbor's yard. And I know one oh, of them is yeah. annoyed. They're shooting them back over the fence. Do you guys have that? Yeah, I don't care about that. They knock on our door every time and say, can we, our ball is in your backyard. I'm like, you don't have to knock. Go right yeah. into the backyard. It's okay. They're just kids playing ball. Mm-hmm. But the speaking is a big deal because sometimes I feel like there are some neighbors where you hey, how you doing? Others are like, okay, I'm just not going to look. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some, some people who are just perpetually rude. and, and uh, yeah, the, just, I don't care. You know, I don't need a, a full dissertation or a TED talk, but a common <laughs> civil, hey, how are you? Good morning. That's nice. Yeah, that, that, I mean, no, I've, I've got some quiet neighbors down the street that don't really socialize, and I'm one of them. Have you reached out uh, to them? Have you tried to really bother me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried to reach out to them? Have you ever tried to set their lawn on fire? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. No. <laughs> just like a half wave or something. Yeah, just like, hi, burned into their lawn. I think that's a nice touch. That's <laughs> one way. All right, thanks, guys. Thank right, you. Guys. We will Thank see you, you later. Uh, let's see. What time is it? Oh, it's 8 o'clock. Oh. We need to do this now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. All right, the word is believe, B-E-L-I-E-V-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. 
There are three ways for you to do it. You can enter it at uh, WMMR.com or on the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in the company-wide contest, and each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Horizon Services. Again, the word is believe, B-E-L-I-E-V-E, so make sure that you enter that now. Before we get to the Bizarre Files, Steve, you wanted to mention an event that's coming up. Thank you. It's Kegs for Cats. It is this Sunday. It is from noon to three. It benefits Morris Animal Refuge and and their outreach for community cats. They they do a wonderful program. Uh, So from uh, noon to three, as I said before, it is at the Philadelphia Brewing Company. Awesome place. It's going to be perfect fall day. It's before the game, so you can come down there, have a good party, and and or you can watch it there if you want. Uh, the end result is you're going to have some great food from Algorithm, great beer from them. Uh, there's all sorts of raffle prizes and things going on. Uh, I'll be your host. Uh, there'll be kitties to cuddle. There'll be all sorts of uh, raffle items to win and buy, and it'll be a great hang. So uh, consider that if, you, if you're not actually going to the game, you're not tailgating, but you want to still be a part of it, you can go down. It's Kegs or Cats. Uh, you can get uh, ticket information at PrestonSteve.com or uh, MorrisAnimalRefuge.org or MaxFun.com. Tickets available all those different ways. Excellent. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, just check PrestonSteve.com. Absolutely. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Join Nick McWayne and Team Luke in the LLS Light the Night Walk on Saturday, October 28th at the Philadelphia Museum of Art Steps. And you can visit the events page on WMMR.com and join Team Luke or donate. An expert hired to get rid of a snake seen slithering in a South Oklahoma City mobile home park found that the python was 13 feet long and had been in the neighborhood for around five months. Trevor Bounds of Redbeard Wildlife Control said, uh, we're talking that thing has been eating possums, footlong rats, and cats. Well, um, besides the cats, Kathy, (laughs) you're down with this snake. He said the mouth on that thing is the size of your foot, and when it opens up, you're going to be able to fit something pretty large in there. 13 foot. Yeah, on Friday, the snake was seen in the Burntwood Mobile Home Park. Is that where it lives? And staff there told residents to be on the lookout throughout Mm. the week. Actually, yeah, it does. The alert sent also said that they would be taking care of it soon. Experts say that more than likely the snake was a pet that either got loose or the owner let it out. Redbeard Wildlife Control was hired and started to check out the snake last week. Bound said that it had been around that area since June and has survived since then. He said we were using our thermal camera last week to find it, but because it's cold-blooded, we just had to look for an outline. (laughs) Yeah. And the snake is an albino reticulated python, which is one of the world's largest species of snake. Uh, It looked to have crawled and survived underneath one particular mobile home. He said they can get up to 24 feet long if you let them. He said the body on the snake is like Mike Tyson's bicep, but 13 feet long. Uh, The picture of the snake was sent by staff warning residents uh, to look out if they see it in the neighborhood. It started causing problems, Bound said, when half of the cats in the neighborhood started going missing. Oh, man. Bound said that home is pretty long, and so getting two people in there in like a foot and a half crawl space to fight a 13-foot snake is just impossible. He said when we looked underneath the floor of the home, it created that's when we started seeing a bunch of carcasses of large animals. Wow. Also, Bryant Elementary School is next 
gates to the mobile home park. And the kids are small, too. And a large portion of the land doesn't have a gate protecting the kids from a potential giant python. He said they have an animal that large, and I can imagine that each one of those cats put up a nasty fight. So when it's been attacked that many times, and to that extent, the nice, non-aggressive pet snake we once knew is no more. This is dangerous now. Uh, It's wild. They've created a trap around the home. They have a 24-hour live feed watching it all the time. So it's there. They know it's there. They just can't get it out right now. That's crazy. Well, here's another animal story. A grizzly bear attacked and killed two people and their dog in Alberta's Banff National Park. Uh, Parks Canada said in a statement on Saturday night it received a, an alert late Friday from a GPS device indicating a bear attack in the Red Deer River Valley. The bear was later euthanized after it displayed aggressive behavior. The victims were a Canadian couple and their dog, according to Kim Tickner, the founder of Bear Safety and More, and also a friend of the family. Uh, Tickner, who provides training on bear safety and bear assessment, said such encounters are increasing as more people head outdoors, but fatal attacks are rare. Yeah. There are about 60 grizzlies in Banff National Park and are considered to be a threatened population. They're beautiful. Wow. You, 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 the footage we had uh, that you had in the bizarre file of the, the, the black bear just casually wandering past someone just gently swipes the guy's gut and there's... 13 huge marks down his uh, stomach. It's amazing. Yeah. Brutal. Horrifying. Uh, little lighter story. A man defrauded FedEx for over $400,000 over the course of several years, claiming that he had lost 67 packages, federal officials say. Uh-huh. The Texas man was indicted on nine counts of mail fraud in Tennessee, where FedEx is based, and each count carries up to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 wow. fine. His lawyer declined to comment on the case. A 58-year-old from the Austin area uh, filed reimbursement claims on 67 packages he claimed were lost, according to the indictment. From September 2019 to October 2022, the man deposited packages at FedEx drop boxes in Texas with fake information. Using the physical address and mail forwarding services and a fictional name for the sender, uh, he created the appearance of sending packages from Arizona, California, Mississippi, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Washington State. He would then claim the packages had never been delivered. The packages contained little or no value, but the man said the value of the contents exceeded $8,000. When he filed for reimbursement, it calls on some people, man. Uh, if FedEx accepted the claim, which it did on 44 of 67 of the attempts, a check would be sent to the mail service address and forwarded to the man. The nine packages listed in the indictment were processed at FedEx's Memphis hub. You'd think a red flag would have gone up earlier than 44 packages. Yeah, FedEx uh, paid the man $402,460, which comes out to an average of $9,147 per package. So, gosh. He, he was busted. But Very unlucky. Yeah, he had uh, a lot of money uh, that he had managed to steal. All right, this story is in San Francisco. A store clerk in the East Bay was reportedly set on fire yeah. by an alleged shoplifter during a confrontation last month. This is horrifying footage. Did you see it? Uh, yes, surveillance footage shows the clerk, identified only as Siraj, uh, grappling with a man in Apian food and liquor. During the fight, Siraj's head catches on fire, and he runs off camera while others confront the attacker. Uh, Siraj said another employee had alerted him to the suspected shoplifter. 
Uh, he said the employee told him that the man had stolen lighter fluid from the store earlier in the day. When Siraj confronted the man, he said the man splashed lighter fluid on his face and set him on fire. Uh, Siraj, speaking from a hospital bed, said, I tried to cover uh, his hand, uh, but I don't know. I don't remember. He just lit the fire on me, you know, and I just rushed to the restroom and I splashed water on my face. Uh, he's been hospitalized since September 22nd and will need several surgeries to repair the second and third degree burns on his face, neck, chest, and shoulder. Uh, the man, uh, they arrested a 38-year-old man in connection with the attack and said he is being held without bail on charges including assault with a deadly weapon, battery, arson, and robbery as well. That's, That's been a brutal run of stories here. Yeah, totally. I, you know what? I Lately, over the past week or so, it's been a lot of pretty intense, brutal stories. So I try to put in some other ones that I can find. But well, I blame the snake. There's been a lot of uh, lot of strange things taking place, and some of them are, are pretty violent. All right, and that's it. That's what I have in the bizarre file. But um, Casey gives me something right now to give to you. What? Uh, I have a pair of passes and complimentary confessions for an advanced screening of Netflix's newest comedy, Old Dads. Uh, this is Bill, Bill Burr's Burr. directorial debut. Yeah. Uh, this will be October 16th at 7 o'clock at the Bryn Mawr Film Institute, and Casey will be hosting it. So we'll take caller number 12, and we will give you a, a pair of passes. 215-263-WMMR. Old Dads is going to be available on Netflix beginning October 20th. So you can go to WMMR.com uh, if you want more chances to win tickets. But we'll take that 12th caller, and we'll give that to you. And remember, it's for Monday, October 16th, 7 p.m. at the Bryn Mawr Film Institute, and Casey will be hosting that. We're going to break. When we come back, we're going to have comedian Arden Marin in our studio, who's going to be at City Winery next Thursday. Excellent. Back in a moment. Stay with us. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Beginning Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme in October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Philip to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Our next guest comes bearing gifts this morning. (laughs) She will be appearing at the City Winery next Thursday. There's a show at 7.30. Tickets available at citywinery.com. We'd like to welcome Arden Marine. Wonderful. How are you, Arden? I'm so good. I'm happy to be here. And yes, I do come bearing gifts. Yeah, you brought stacks of tasty cake boxes. Okay, well, I'm friends with Kate Flannery, who's placed <laughs> Meredith on the office, and she knew I was playing Philly, and she was like, first of all, you need your Philadelphia, you need your Phillies hats, right. so I've got my Phillies hat, go Phillies, and then yeah. she was like, and you have to eat some tasty cakes. Now, you had not had before? I grew up in Rhode Island. My oh. dad's actually, he grew up in Philadelphia when he was a kid, but okay. he moved out of here, and so I never have had tasty cakes, hey. never my whole life. It's kind of a necessity. I yeah. love sweets. Yeah, I, I am a, I am a monster. So, I mean, I would have to, I'll probably have to like eat these out of my trash. I'll throw them away and then I'll eat them all anyway. Um, and so, I mentioned this to Meredith and she, and I was like, I've never had a tasty cake. And she came with her 14 year old son last night picked out, I have eight boxes. 
So um, one of each. Yeah. They, they're stacked apparently to Casey's preference. Yeah. Right. And he told me off air that he you have to freeze it and yeah. eat the cake first, then the icing, then oh you do God. the second one, then you put all the peanut butter together. His favorite one is he said, "Don't call it tasty cake, call it candy cake." Right. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like you're not cool if you call it tasty cake. So is it peanut butter candy cake is number one? Is that correct, Casey? That's my number one. Right. Yeah. And, and then it always has been. Always and then be. number two is cream. <laughs> Filled buttercream cupcake. That's a good one. Would you guys agree with his assessment so uh, far? He's pretty good. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay, and then number three is a classic crimp. Classic crimp, love it. Yep. Okay, no, that's not a classic crimp. No, this one has cream. I've that's, heard. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I've you learned that the also. Jelly, yeah. Like, you're not classic if you got cream. So, <laughs> uh, believe me, I think I'm not a loser. I grew up in Philly, obviously. I'm not a loser. I'm not going to eat it with cream. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try one. Well, you know, oh. it's it's funny because um, I, I used to. I, I was a fan of yours on uh, Mad TV, and was aware of your your uh, work, and uh, I've seen you uh, around all, all different things, and on podcasts, and Andy. Cohen and all that sort of stuff, but um, I didn't realize you said Rhode Island, yeah, and the town is Little Compton, yeah, I'm Rhode sure. Island, and I thought that was a joke. No, I'm straight out of Little Compton, straight out of Little, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a Courier and Eyes rustic seaside, oh. gorgeous little town. It's a gorgeous, it's dead gorgeous, Steve. It's a gorgeous little town. It does not have any stoplights, and it has a general store. Oh. Yep, um, it has. There's like there's it's literally there's not even a mayor and. So I, it's a tiny town called Little Compton, Rhode Island. Wow, it's bananas. My parents they married after they married on a dare, and they moved to this town. What? And my grandparents <laughs> met in Philadelphia, and my they married twenty four hours later in Delaware because you didn't need a blood test to get married. They in got Delaware. married the day after they met. Yeah. So I'm the result of two very hasty decisions. <laughs> wow. So let's see if I, I don't know, anything's possible this week. If you guys come to City Winery, who wow. knows? Maybe yeah. we'll get engaged. I don't want to right. see that family reunion. You trying to taste the cake? Arden's going to try to taste the cake. Right, which I'm, which I, one? I'm starting with number one. I'm not going to go against my new friend, Casey. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry it's not frozen. Okay, here we go. So you're going with a candy cake instead Ooh. of a tasty cake. Okay. Peanut butter one. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arden, so my, my cousins grew up in Los Angeles, right? And they never had access to tasty cake. So when we would come visit them in LA or they would come and visit us in Philadelphia, it was required to bring <laughs> boxes of tasty cakes oh and they, w- they would stack up on them. And to Casey's credit, uh, the best way to uh, at least preserve them was put them in the freezer. Freeze them. Yeah. No, did you eat them frozen as well? Uh, it depends. I mean, I like them fresh, uh, but I don't disagree with Casey. I just think like uh, the you know a good way to preserve them. First of all, okay, here's my review. First of all, they're adorable. <laughs> they're so cute. They're tiny. You know, this is not a giant chocodile. This is not an unseemly devil dog. We're talking about a gorgeous, delicate little candy cake. Right. It's like the fun of a Reese's peanut butter cup, but with Some a donut. It. It's whimsical. Yeah. It's whimsical. Now, with these all these references you're making, you're clearly a connoisseur of sweet things. You said you're you're a, a sweet fanatic. You weigh like ninety pounds, possibly. You're a tiny little she, thing. She called herself how, a monster. I am a how monster. How the hell do you eat all this? I'm not. I you know I really shouldn't have sugar because I am like a fiend. But <laughs> but you know what? Who cares? <laughs> I'm impressed. To be honest, I think your energy I, burns it all off. We can tell from your personality. You're that, the tiniest monster I've ever okay. seen. Yeah. I was, see you on TV and I'm like, when you walked in, I'm like, dear God. I, I'm like, I didn't realize you were so, so petite. <laughs> well, let's see what happens with these tasty cakes. I'm trying the cream-filled crumpet. Yeah. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
I took a big bite for radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to the commuters. Do you need That's some... so good. Mm-hmm. It's you... so sweet. I'm like, my heart is going to explode out of my chest. <laughs> well, I like you... the peanut butter. Do you think you and Kate will uh, will get together for Tasty Cake parties now? You know what? I'm going to have to bring some back to her. I heard that you guys have a Flannery button because she swears. Oh. Is that true? That's yeah, show it to you. It's right over here on my console. Yeah. Because yeah. she's the flan- one who curses the most on that the show. That is so funny. Yeah. I don't think of her as like a, as like a swear machine, but I'm Call here for that. Yeah. 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 No, she is. Yep. Can you do me a favor? And this is probably sacrilege in this city, but uh, you just did the cream-filled crimpet. Yeah. So can you go to the bottom, sure. uh, my least favorite of it? And it's not to say that I don't like it. It's just my least favorite. But that is, you need to do that juxtapose. What is right. that? Here we go. The this pumpkin. is a. It's the butterscotch It's crimpet. a butterscotch. I, the, I know. You love it. I love the do butterscotch. Do you want any of these? I'm not trying to. No, do I'm, you guys I'm want me to pass them down? <laughs> yes. you, have, you have a very, you have a star guest arriving soon. Yeah, we have you biscuits don't wanna, coming. The biscuit lady's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Preston, it has the pumpkin on the on the label, okay. but it's not uh, pumpkin flavored. Oh, 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 okay. oh wait, wait. Oh, what no. you have to do, oh. uh, put the icing side down okay. on the gr- on the uh, on the thing, okay. and then rub it on the ground because otherwise the icing will stick to the uh, cellophane. Rub on the, uh, so uh, rub it on the ground. No, rub it on the counter. Like, yeah, yeah. Rub it on the yeah. counter like that. Wow, this yeah. is you know what fiend sees fiend. I see there's a fiend over there that we both. If we'd grown up in the household together, you would have had to bury me in a piano box. Like, this is so a good. Piano box. Yeah, like Walter Hudson, who is the largest man uh, ever alive, was okay, buried wait, in a piano box. This is so box. good. Here we go. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, the monster me thought I would have wanted the cream film. Right. I'm so sorry, Casey. Yeah, I know. I'm it's, sorry. It's sacrilege. I think the butterscot without the cream is better. Yes. I'm I, sorry. Do you have one available? Let, let me, uh, I'll take a little bite because I want to oh, refresh yeah. my memory. Um, yeah, yeah, she I only has six boxes left. So <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, I don't know if you worked your way through the ball. Uh, uh, I'm training. I'm in training for a triathlon. This is my fuel. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pro, t- I'm a, the pro goat. Yeah, this is really, this is a whole situation. Um, yeah, I could not be more excited about trying this. Which one are you doing? Cream filled? The one you just gave me. <laughs> no, it was the, uh, the butterscotch crimpet. You did. Oh, the pumpkin I want. No, it's not pumpkin. That's it's what you pumpkin. got. It's it just, butterscotch. You it got just butter- has a pumpkin on the, oh, yes. on the box. Oh, we all it's got cool. It's Halloween. I'm so sorry. I do love Steve. the butterscotch, it's just, though. It's Thank so good. Yeah, it is very good. So, it's, it's a star. So you mentioned you, you're, you're um, um, is Swedish uh, heritage. I'm a Swedish gal. Right. Uh, so uh, what is... Uh, what uh, what do you like in, from the Swedish cuisine? We nothing. Tried- <laughs> I think in Little a- Compton, there was nothing. That you know uh- what? I feel like I feel like it's a lot of like fish. It's a lot of like canned fish. You know, mm. nobody's like, oh, I'm just craving that yeah, morning ha- time. It's like the IKEA cafe, <laughs> like a Lincolnberry. You know, I've been to Sweden a few times. They they leave the heads on the shrimp. Oh yeah, do they? And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to Sweden for the gorgeous cuisine. No, no, I. I Actually, I had, I had horse meat. Oh, stop bragging! I, yeah, I know it was crazy. It was, was it? Like, how did it? Was it gross? I, I didn't even know I was having it at the time. The people that were there here try you know they we, we made you. a sandwich for you. Classic and they were like, Swedish oh, horse meat. But it was like it was like deli meat. Gross, right? That's so gross. Yeah, so they have uh, interesting. Taste. Have you yeah. had Sir Stroman, the the uh, the classic, yeah, yeah the, the, which is we we tried it. It was it's considered one of the 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 most pungent 
foulest foods. It, apparently, it's, it's basically the original Viking recipe. Oh, yeah. wow. Where did you have it? Uh, we had it right here, here in the studio. Uh, was it so good? Kathy looks it disgusted. Was, he, he says we tried it. He tried it. You smelled it. And you like, you like yourself more than that. You're like, you know what? I like myself even more. I, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was potent. It was potent. All, all, a lot of the food from that area is very, um, you know... Uh, Powerful. Yes, I have some Swedish, some Irish. You know, I wouldn't say people are like, oh, we're coming over for your like classic yeah. pasta dish. I'm doing my best. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm well, doing that, my best. You got tasty cakes. Now. I've got my tasty cakes. I'm going to try. I've not had a classic. I'm going to have a cheesesteak before I go. Okay. So you uh, Kate, I'm doing it. Kate, Kate, Kate recommend a particular yeah, obviously. place? Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm a very loyal friend. Yeah, yeah. And when Kate Flannery tells you to do something, <laughs> what am I not going to do it? Yeah. Obviously. She just said you have to get one. And then I learned that there was a classic place and Meredith was like that's too far. And I was like, well, I didn't even know that there was a place I was supposed to go to, so you could just lie to me and take me to like Subway or like, you know. No, no, no. D'Angelo's. No. I don't know. Don't go to Subway. Yeah. Don't go to Subway. If you're in Philly, like, uh, treat yourself at an actual cheesecake. Yeah. cheesecake okay. place, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, I mean, there, there, it's a silly and ad nauseum argument about the best one. Uh, don't even bother. But there, Meredith, I'm sure if, if Meredith recommends a place, it'll be good. Well, I have to say, uh, having been in comedy for a long time, a lot of the funniest people I have ever... I would say two of the funniest people I've ever met in my life are from Philly. Oh. Um, um, just coming up, Adam McKay. Adam who, is your friend of the show. Adam McKay, I when I was 19 years old, I did Improv Olympic in Chicago. He was a member of the house team. And this is before he got to Second City. At the time, he was already the funniest person I'd ever met. Like he, and remain so and remains. And I feel like I've gotten to work with some of the funniest people on earth. And Adam McKay was—he was already fully cooked at like twenty-five. He was. He was a genius, and and so I would say Adam. Mc, I would say the funniest man and woman I've ever met are from Philly. So the woman, and being? then the woman is Pam Brady, who she wrote on South Park. She wrote the South Park movie with them. She wrote Team America. Oh, There's certain names favorite. because it's a morning show that I can't say the <laughs> names of songs that she wrote in those movies. <laughs> Shut your beeping face, Uncle Uncle, Uncle Beeper. Yeah. You know <laughs> well, what? Yeah, yeah, she helped write this, and she's so funny. Did she, we talk to her years ago? Uh, we talked. Talk to somebody who just re- who just referenced her and referenced the, the the song titles. Team America is oh one my- of our absolute oh. absolute favorites. I just rewatched little clips of the, like just the Matt. I forgot about Matt Damon in it. Like <laughs> we got it, it uh-huh. is so funny. Wait, Matt Damon. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's brilliant. And if you watch the unedited uh, version, yeah. and it's hard to believe that, that it was edited at all. Right. Uh-huh. But the, the, the puppet sex scene yes. is, is hilarious. I gotta, I've got to watch. No, truly, I just the sheer fact, like, those two minds, to me, like, I feel like Philly, and I'm excited to come play with everybody here. Yeah. Like, like they're so unique. There's a scrappiness to them. They're, they've been true to who they are the whole time. And they're loyal. So, Adam yeah. McKay is always donating to the uh, to the camp out yeah. for our big charity event. We are we have been massaging this over the years to get him to come to town yeah. to do a uh, Step Brothers screening oh my God. with, with a uh, Q&A afterwards because that's another one of our that movie I, is now iconic level i need to rewatch that yeah. i have not yeah. seen that i is it does it hold up is it so the, yeah. the first time i saw it i thought okay yeah and then on subsequent viewings as with a lot of adam's stuff oh my god uh, it, um it's like 
oh my God, this is effing hilarious. I mean, I just rewatched Anchorman. It yeah. is so funny. Yeah. And that was one of those, the first time I saw it, I'm like, I'm, I didn't even crack a smile. Yeah. And watched it a few more times. I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, you know? it's, it's like, and, and when you see, like, even just like Paul Rudd in it or, or Steve yeah. Carell, who doesn't say much. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. such a dummy. The weatherman, <laughs> he's like such a ding dong. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's fun to watch how Adam has gone from, like, he still has the swagger and the glint in the stuff that is, like, sort of fancier and Oscar-nominated. like that. He's, it, a, heavy, he's he, a heavy hitter now. But it's still with that same, like, fearless joy. And I feel like Pam has that, too. And I think that's a lot of testament to, they, they both are from the same well, area. Let's talk about you, because you have a whole bunch. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, sure. I remember you from, from NGV. You, yeah. you have ton, tons of impressions and great yeah. comedy. Uh, yeah. your, your class was uh, Ike Barinholtz, yeah. Jordan Peele, Michael Keegan Key, Bobby Lee. Bobby By the Lee. way, did I Bobby love- Lee get naked all the time on Bobby the set? Bobby Lee was naked all the time. <laughs> and it was like hard to even be mad about it. Like he was, he was joking. He was like free like a baby because he's shaped like a baby. It was like, <laughs> and I remember like my mom came and there was a, a, a young lady on the show who was very religious and she was like, Bobby, you know, and the like, it, it, it's like, it was like he would always strip off his, and of course now it would be very bad, but like <laughs> it's, it was hard to be angry at Bobby Lee. So yeah, I was on the last four years of that and then I was on, I did a hundred episodes of Chelsea lately. Right. And, uh, with, like, with all sorts of people who probably come through here. Insatiable. And, insatiable. Right, on Netflix. But what you, you, and I have to ask you about this because you have the, uh, will you accept this rose podcast? Yes. And so we have, we have not dipped into that. We oh. will, we will weave in and out occasionally if something yeah. breaks through to the, the general. Sure. Um, but my wife and I did sit, sit down and watch. <gasps> the Golden. Oh, the Golden Bachelor. It's so good. They got it right. And, really? and, 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 and you did. know why? It it is bittersweet. Oh my god! It is like I'm watching it. I'm like I'm watching the um, yeah when the when those uh, for uh, like and, the, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. The regular bachelor seems so superficial and yeah. all of it is that way. And I guess that's what people love about it. Sure, but. This almost seems like you're at the end of the run looking for love. Yeah. And so when he hands his oh rose out, it's almost like these poor... Oh, that broke my heart. Am I right on yeah, that? Yeah, no, it was brutal. I, I, I have to say, like, watching it... And again, we I have a comedy podcast about the Bachelor yeah. franchise. And we lovingly we lovingly treat it sort of like a sporting event. Like, who's going to be... Like, basically, who's going to the Super Bowl? Who's going to be the final three? Right. And But it's we make jokes about it. Watching the first 60 seconds of this, where you see this gentleman... He's a 71-year-old man. You see, they're in silence, put his hearing aid in, and then they start playing Cat Stevens. They paid for Cat Stevens. <laughs> I was sobbing. I felt like they gave it dignity. Yeah. The women were so vibrant, and I agree with you. It felt hard to watch these beautiful, vibrant, fun women who should not be invisible in society, yeah. who are so just peppy and enjoying one another and beautiful and to think that they haven't felt seen and then they're getting cast off that was hard that was, was hard it was why again and the dude's there with the hearing aid he's, I know by the way he looks better than most people 30 years oh, younger oh he's gorgeous yeah but the women are like you could see that they were I know d- d- where, where the, every idiot on the bachelor or the bachelorette says I'm really here for love ah yeah 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 I had there's a case to be made. They might be on the show for love. I was concerned with the woman that he gave the first impression rose to because his, <laughs> now I'm so deep in the franchise. Historically, if somebody busts out the acoustic guitar <laughs> night one, it's like, oh, they want a record deal. So like when he said, you look lovely. And she's like, wait, let me put this like acoustic guitar 
guitar the size of a Kia, you know, forte on my lap, and I'm going to sing a song to you. It was, it was like, oh no! And he, she got, she's like his number one pick. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, he might have picked the one that's there to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. Any other woman? <laughs> yeah, you just feel bad. But uh, so I, I just wanted to get your assessment because I know you're kind of a, an expert on this. I'm like, am I weird to think this one actually has some legitimacy? I actually thought it was very heartwarming. Yeah. I felt like he did it right. He seems like a nice guy, and I, I, I think it's, a, I think it's lovely, and I. I hope they let uh, one of the women be the bachelorette and have men compete for that. Right, right, right. I think a lot of the the women. I haven't watched the show yet, but it'll probably uh, somebody's going, Grandma, you should do this. Yes, yes. yeah. No, you know you it. Know and, what and, I mean? and like, and they, a lot of them, like yeah. in his case, he's a widower. So yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of them have this similar story. So that's like, and I think all the critics are sort of saying the same thing too. I about, like, yeah, I stopped. I stopped <laughs> recounting it. Yeah. Oh my God. No rain shall fall on Gary on my watch. I loved him. I love. I wish all the women well. I love Love it. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Nick just pointed this out to me. I did not realize you were new Monica on I'm, Shameless. I'm new Monica on Shameless. <laughs> that show is so messed up. Dude, I, I auditioned for it. I was like, I'm never going to book that. It was like for somebody like 20 years older than me, like a hot mess. I was like, I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. So I lined my, I, I went in, it, you know, auditioned on Warner Brother a lot. Like I put just like Vaseline in my hair. I lined my eyes with red lipstick. I lip liner and I look so strong. I put blistex, like mascara on and then blistex. So I looked like I'd been up for like five days. Like I've been at the Tasty Cake Factory eating my way out on like a long week and I'm covered in peanut butter. Like, and so I stumbled in and um, again, I had nothing to lose. I went for it and then I got it and, and, then, got it. Start, and then it started the next day and I was wow. like, yeah. And I was like, and it was like, yeah, there I am. That's, oh it, I, I loved that show. Like it just was, it, I didn't think it could get any worse. And as the season oh my God. went on, it just got Frank, worse. Frank. <laughs> oh my God. He was, I have to, like, William H. Macy was so sweet. Like, you're not allowed to bring your cell phone onto set, which is the only set I've ever been on, which I loved because it forces you to be present. And he would bring um, his ukulele and just, like, huh? sit and play his ukulele between takes. And, yeah, he was He such seems a- like the antithesis of that character. Yeah, he was a real gentleman. Yeah. But it was fun because I came from an improv background. And um, he, you know, I would never, I would never go on to, like, a show like that and go riffing but yeah. he was like he he wanted to play and so if he if somebody <laughs> keeps talking I'll, I'll I can hit the ball back yeah. and so that I, we had a good time together I think for that reason that show is so well written that it seems like it's not written at all yeah was, you know like the way that the the acting is done it just seems like they are the the biggest degenerates on the planet yeah. and um but it, it's just so clever in that it seems genuine it seems real well what was also interesting that was the the only set I've ever been on where you weren't allowed to bring your script onto set and they didn't even hand you like you could not have any pages no um, cell phone no script no cell phone no script you had to come which was a little nerve-wracking because I've always memorized yeah. but like um, yeah he wanted to have the respect of the script like you better come ready to go wow, wow. Who's, wait, whose rules were those John Wells who okay. and 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 I think 
you know, because they, they call them sides. So it's basically when you go shoot for the day, a script, they make them small. Yeah. Um, and he said, when you make them small, then people treat them like they're not, they don't have value. And so, like, the idea being, you should come honoring the script. You should come off book. You should be ready to work. And I, I thought that set a really cool tone. Well, you're, you're a writer yourself. Yeah. You've, you've sold a few shows, right? Yeah. So so uh, you, that has to resonate with you. You put the work in it. It should yeah. mean something. And yet you want to be respectful. You know, I've been, um, like, I came through sitcoms and I've done a bunch of plays and stuff. And You did Steve Martin's um, play, didn't you? I did. You- I did the pre-Broadway run. I played the part that Amy Schumer won the Tony for. I did. I originated it at The Long Wharf. And it was fun working with Steve Martin because... You know, growing up, he was it was he was it for yeah. my brother and I. We had the best fishes poster <laughs> with the fish head. Yeah, like, and um, so I was a super fan of his. And that had, yeah, it had to be wild. It was actually nerve wracking. I was just saying to my friend about sometimes getting to do this for a living. Um, I get a little social anxiety with people like I get nervous and right. so it's like the thrill of booking it and then the terror of actually meeting your idols I'm sure I mean maybe you guys are so used to meeting everybody well we had so like we had listen we had Seinfeld interview yeah. yesterday and Seinfeld doesn't do a lot of interviews sure. and so I wouldn't say that we were nervous but you wanted you want to put your right. best foot forward and it's the same thing well right? we only meet them for like a few minutes at a time if you're right. going to be working with someone yeah. it's a whole That's different, a different animal. story yeah. you know well he invited us all out for dinner and I remember being like what do you eat in front of Steve Martin, yeah. how do you, like, how do you eat meat? Tasty cakes. Yeah. Exactly. I came armed and I had a bucket of tasty cakes. I, come, I brought my, yeah, I brought everything. And then back to your point, like with them, I made sure that, you know, it was a four person play yeah. and this, it was like the lead part and my character was never off stage. And I, I was filming Shameless at the time. And I remember hiring my friend just to like, I wanted to go word perfect off book to respect like because I know that just reading his book with Steve Martin's book about like how he's very meticulous in his writing and so I wanted to make sure that I was ready to play and get adjusted by like one of my heroes and not like fumbling and kind of riffing on the idea of what his line was and like and I think that that like made it takes away my nerves if I can sort of like know that I've done the by rope. I know the words and I can go play with you. It's crazy because sometimes you'll hear of like actors who, who are like so committed that they know their lines. Yeah, they know everyone else's yeah. lines. They're mouthing your yeah, words. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and it's too much. So, so the, yeah. the, the the experience. Now he's he does only murders in the building, which is awesome. Now, oh with my Martin god, short. Uh, are you on a? I could pick up the phone and talk. Call him level or no. No, I no, I I I wish I could say that. I think I I was deferential and kind and respect. He was there through all the rehearsals. Like if I saw him at a party, I would go talk to him. Right, right, right. But um, he's very private. You know, he was very private. Which, which again, I'm thankful that I sort of. I sort of, you know, knew that you sort of, and I'm, sh- I'm sure as you guys, yeah. I sort of let somebody set the tone. You, you, right, right. Your, your career in general, though, in your book, referencing back to your book, and I was re- reading some of the passages from it, uh, and and you're, it's a very candid book, Little Miss Little Compton. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, uh, you talk about you, you, you had a sort of a problematic relationship with your dad. Yeah. And 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 the and the warts and all. Your your mom, you, you obviously had a had a good relationship, but there was you, you're. There were things that go into making you you, but yeah. you also you also apparently you'd kick Courtney Cox in the face at one point. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. did. Explain what happened. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I um, this was another one. Sometimes when you book things, you have a little bit more of a delay. 
but I auditioned for Friends. It was the last year they did Friends. I was on the episode that uh, that um, uh, Sean Penn was on. So it was like, ah. and it, so I played the maid that they thought stole Monica's jeans for the for the Friends <laughs> lovers out there. But it was like season nine, yeah. and they had. They had it down, you know yeah. what I mean, and so, and I had a lot of props. So I was the, and they, so they wouldn't rehearse a ton, and you're doing it in front of a live. So I had like buckets and feathers, and I'm, so the, the idea being, she was going to prove that I'd stolen her jeans because there was an ink spot on the crotch, and right. I had to like climb up onto the counter, and I'm dusting, and I like she has to put her head between my legs to look and see, <laughs> but like we did not rehearse much, and I'm in the, you know, it's like 2002. I'm in like the Chunky's 90s Steve Madden. <laughs> <laughs> like climbing around like you know we'd run it once and I'm like with America's sweetheart with her head between my legs and like I've got like a feather duster a bucket and I like kicked her square like in the oh, in the head like man. yeah I kicked her and, and, and the, the, everyone always says when you join a show that's that far along you can't help but already feel like an outsider oh, yeah oh. I, Matthew Perry thank God was like would chat with me between tickets you're like who do I eat lunch like where do I sit yeah. we don't even I mean, again, it's the fun of like, just be cool. Like half of this job is like, just present like you're self-contained. So there was a moment of like, is she going to get me fired? Like, and I just started, thankfully I had like complimented her earlier in the day. I'm like, oh, you're so great. You're so great at physical comedy, Courtney Cox. You know, Monica's like, she's the one, you know? And like, there was a, we made eye contact and like, I could tell, see her just like, I kicked her in the face. Yeah. And she kind of like took a moment and I could see she, like I got the governor's pardon. She thought about it for a second yeah, and yeah, thought yeah. better. Yeah. You know wow. what? Kill with kindness when you go in, just being easy. It's like being a guest at somebody else's Thanksgiving. Just right. go in and be low key. Be cool. If you've got food requests, bring your own things. You know what I mean? Just like, just try to go be not a problem. That's like, if you're going to meet your idols, just sort of be not a problem. You've been on so many shows. <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously your own. You've done Grey's Anatomy, Orange is the New Black. Uh, and uh, we are on the Gilmore Girls I was reboot. On Gilmore, I was or on the, the original. The original Gilmore Girls. I slept uh, w- uh, with Logan. I was one of the bridesmaids. Uh, what reason right. is this? Because this you. is currently being played in my household on a couple of different okay, TVs. I was. Uh, I have no idea what season. I think towards the end, it was like it was like a bridesmaid weekend. I was one of Rory's friends, and it's like, uh oh, she sucks. She's. I'm also a friendly villain, guys. <laughs> no, but that is so. Uh, you have to have. You have, the Gilmore Girls has a ton of of like pop culture convention sort of. I mean, there's yeah. a whole yeah. Gilmore Girls cult. Oh, there's a whole girl, and that, that I just did Mrs. Maisel this year, and like it's the same. It's the same creators. It's the same sort of diehards. You have to be word perfect. Like yeah. you can't even on either of the shows if it says can't, you can't say cannot. It's like uh. there's like a whole. I feel like I'm just like I like I just operate out of memorizing and terror. <laughs> memory and terror. And terror. That's be my next book. It's just a girl's life. Memorizing and terror. By the <laughs> way, if you're, cakes. if you're just tuning in, it's Arden uh, Marine who's here, and she's going to be at City Winery next Thursday uh, for a show. Why are you in town so early if your show's not till next week? I came to promote it. To, I okay, came down from right, New York. Yeah. I came to take the, I took the train down. Uh, we love you, though, for doing that. It's yeah. a cool you, thing. Yeah. I was delighted to be invited. It was my pleasure. An yeah. easy ride. It was an hour. There you go. That's 
that's not bad. You just came down here for cheesesteaks, tasty cakes, and biscuits. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. what else was I going to do? There's your third book. <laughs> I'm obsessed with your t-shirt. Oh, you like this? Yeah. She's talking about my back off war child seriously. Oh, yeah. It's back so off war child seriously. <laughs> yeah. Is that from Point Break? Is that from, from Point, Point Break? Break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so a Patrick Swayze classic. I just watched rewatch Ghost. That holds up. Does it? I haven't it, watched that in a. If you don't, if you don't listen, I don't care. You can try to hold out as much as you want, but the, if you don't cry at dad, the, oh, yeah, you're a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a monster. Although, speaking that? of the monsters, <laughs> <laughs> those, those, yeah. the, those yeah, shadow, screaming monsters, shadow monsters. I always yeah. like that part of the movie. But <laughs> oh, scary. Are there saw... screaming shadow? Yes. Monsters? Yeah. So when they when they pull when so Wait, in other words like on the train, right? Yeah. When yeah. the, when yeah. the uh, if you're going to go essentially to hell or whatever, remember the bad guy who. Uh, is trying to uh, yeah. who, cover yeah. up the, the death a, and all that. He's a comedian who played played the guy who yeah, and, and, and both guys do. The one guy who uh, tries to who kills him. Right. Yeah, they drag him off. Yeah, uh, right. and right. the shadows, the shadows, and, and then oh they make this noise. So anyway, <laughs> so, wait, Whoopi was so good in that. Can yeah. I just say? Yeah, yeah she won the Oscar. She for won it. the Oscar. Yeah. She was star- and Patrick Swayze, uh, incredible. And the Demi Moore was great. All right, where so, do you where do you stand? Given between Point Break and Roadhouse. I gotta go point break. Ah, it's a better movie. I mean, look, I you know, I think I just had a crush on him and, and he's like, give me a Keanu. Are you crazy? <laughs> what do you am I gonna fight something with a Keanu in it? I don't think so. Okay, John Wick. I don't think so. It's yeah. not happening. Not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, so we uh somebody uh, a listener sent me this shirt. Oh wow. Uh, did the, they make that for you? I guess they did, yeah. Do you love point break? I well we we, we started playing it. around the uh, the clip of him saying back off war child seriously because Casey always thought the way he said seriously just <laughs> oh. like this seriously uh, I'm gonna kick your tough. ass yeah oh it doesn't God. sound very tough oh my God that's so funny it's got Anthony Kiedis in it too right? what yes well, that's this guy right yeah. here that would be a waste of time yeah that's Anthony Kiedis <laughs> in that wow. same scene come yeah. on yeah, that's fun real. when you watch back then you're like look at that yeah. look at that I don't I don't want to brag but I accidentally just started rewatching America Next Top Model 2016, and you're like, oh my God. I didn't know. I was like, I haven't seen this. I'm going to put on the latest season. What? Turns out, it was. I didn't realize it was 2016, but, it, but, like, but then when they were like, you know, here's our thing with French Montana, you know, they're like, okay, that doesn't seem current. What platform? <laughs> Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. But Accidentally. Were, you, uh, this, yeah. Of all things to choose. But then they, but then they, it's star studded when you, when you're watching back, uh, you know, Rita Ora's the host. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's now we married to uh, Zendaya's happening in it. I'm like, and it's, again, it's the Anthony, Zendaya's the America's Next Top Model, Anthony Kedius of Point Break. This is a full circle <laughs> okay. moment, guys. <laughs> it's a full circle moment. That's what made me think of it. Yeah. So, so you're, you're performing at the, uh, the, the city winery yep. and, and you're, you, um, um, your your act. I'm, I'm not familiar with your, your 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 presentation. What do you do on stage? I'm doing stand. No, no, ignorant. that's fine. I'm doing a stand up show. My friend says that I'm like Kitty who got into the champagne bottle and Kitty wants to play. <laughs> 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 so if you want to play with a Kitty who got it, it's oh a really fun God. act. I I think come if you if you guys like pop culture. If you you know it's a fun night. Yeah. Um, it's nice and early, so you can go. I don't know what I don't. I'm not. Judging 
you, whatever your life is. I don't know what your late night life is, but you can start the night with me Thursday, October 12th, City Winery Philly. And 7.30 is when the show is, so you're right, it's an early show. And you're very funny. You're very funny. And if you want want to check out Arden's website, it's Arden Marine, which is spelled M-Y-R-I-N. Drunkvikings.com. And uh, we'll post stuff on our our socials about that, but uh, citywinery.com to get the ticket. So I'm sure you'll have a great crowd and it should be pretty awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Ada, thanks for educating me about tasty cakes (laughs) and and, and, and candy cakes. And now that we know you're this close, you can come down more often. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Excellent. All right, great to see you, Arden. Likewise, thank you. Arden Marine, guys. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. we got more guests and things to do. Stay with us. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. On MMR. I mean, where would we be without Harvey Danger, people? I mean, it's been throughout our radio career at this point. Actually, it has. Harvey Danger still won't go away. It's fine. Six minutes after nine on this beautiful Wednesday morning with the Preston and Steve show. And uh, we are happy you're joining us today. We've got money to be won, hopefully, by you. Crumb Bum Cash. We'll get to that around 10 o'clock. Listen for your chance to win. And also, don't forget a secret text word. Today, we have a chance to win. Tickets to see uh, the amazing Depeche Mode, Wednesday, October 25th, Wells Fargo Center. If you have not entered yet, text the word secret to 39333. We'll see if you can snag those tickets before the show is over. All right, we have another guest we're welcoming uh, to the studio. But first, let's take a look at traffic, see what's happening. Kathy, what's up so far this morning? It's been like an all-accident morning. There's still tons out there. 295 southbound. The two right lanes are closed at Mount Holly Route 541. You are stopped back to Florence Columbus Road. There's a gaper delay on the northbound side. 195 westbound at the New Jersey Turnpike. That accident cleared on New Jersey Turnpike 
southbound at 73. The off-ramp partially blocked with an accident in the left lane. 55 northbound jams Deptford to 42. And then another crash on 95 southbound has a jam from Woodhaven to Academy where the two left lanes are blocked. This traffic report brought to you by Mextor, Mexico versus Germany on October 17th at Lincoln Financial Field. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more information, visit SomosLocales.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Our next guest is in the studio performing at Miller Theater, formerly the Miriam Theater. Um, And yesterday... Mean Girls premiered, and yesterday was uh, October 3rd, Mean Girls Day. Talking to Aaron more and more. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. Two weeks later. And that, just that line alone, alone. is why it's Mean it. Girls Day. <laughs> but it, it opened yesterday on that day, which is perfect, and running through Sunday. And we have the star of the show. She is playing Katie. Please welcome Natalie Shaw. Hello. Hello. To the program. Hi, Natalie. Hi. Happy nice. to be here. Excellent. We are happy to have you. Oh. Um, so how did it go yesterday, the opening? It was insane yeah. in the best way. Um, we were all very nervous because this was the first time we've switched venues uh, doing the show. So we all thought, oh, God, this is going to be awful. It's going to be terrible. But what helped us pull through were the Philly fans. Um, the crowd was electric. They cheered for things for the first time that no crowd has cheered <laughs> <laughs> they just cheered for the, the cool mom's entrance and exit. They cheered oh, cool. for this oh, yeah. costume change. That, oh, I, like, I would too. Yeah. I'm a massive fan of the movie. We yes. actually took uh, we actually took Funny. a bunch of guys when Lindsay Lohan first had her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think she was in not, maybe a Playboy or Maxim or something. Yeah. And we went and saw a matinee. We love Tina Fey anyway. Yeah. And and love the movie and it and it's and to me, um you you this is a very pop culture oriented city and everyone is is dialed in so you'll get your empire records fandom and you'll get your mean girls fandom and 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 it's all received well that's so cool to hear that things that got reactions that hadn't gotten reactions before that's very cool yeah it was wonderful it felt great um yeah the show went super well and they were super reactive to the october 3rd line so i would say it was a (laughs) huge success (laughs) okay i'm an idiot when it comes to all this is this a musical or is it it is musical so you guys have you have set all these famous scenes to song now we have we have okay we've we've shortened the movie and added songs which i think enhance this enhances the story Mm -hmm. um yeah the heart of the movie is still a part of the musical. Um, it all just makes it that much more splashier and fun and exhilarating because um, now there's more movement and more colors and more pizzazz and more. And Tina you know, Fey oversaw the, the, yes. the that that whole tr- you know she sure did uh, transformation yeah. and and she's obviously she wrote the screenplay and and uh, you know plays the the, the math teacher. Yep. Uh, you know, it, to me, the story still holds up and in ways was sort of. Um, predicting a lot of stuff that's happening these days with bullying, the progression of, of, you know, social media may not have been as um, prominent at that point when it was done, but all of the all of the beginnings of it were there. And uh, but I think it's I consider it a near perfect movie because ultimately you have this the evolution of these characters. Even the Regina, mm-hmm. you know, who's the you know, the the queen bee, the yep. the bitchy girl has mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. moment, and, and as do as does your character. Exactly. Yeah. I remember me feeling so relieved when the movie came out because I was like, finally something that gets high school right. I mean, in the most, like, absurd, (laughs) ridiculous way. But I was like, finally, something that, like, calls out Mean Girls for what they are and how 
stupid it is that we have cliques and social hierarchies and and I like finally something that makes fun of it all. So but it doesn't dismiss it doesn't dismiss each type. Like exactly. to me, what killed me, what I thought was like a home run, and we're watching this when she shows up. Uh, 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 Katie, Katie, right? Katie, yeah, Katie, Katie and right. she's sometimes yeah. called Katie, right? Yeah. And she shows she shows up to the Halloween party in a vampire costume, uh-huh. exactly. thinking that. And doesn't realize, no, that's not what it's about. No, it, it's it's being you know slutty nurse, slutty. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and the, she, her uh, Tina Fey's ability to to get right, you know, to nail all that stuff because movies sometimes try to do that. Like a one that did it years before is Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and you know we they get it totally right and, and nail a couple of things. Yeah, Breakfast yeah. Club is one of them. Breakfast those Club, a perfect yeah. example. Yeah. Uh, do people? So yesterday being Mean Girls Day, uh, any of the audience members dress up or anything like that? Yes. Or- Okay. Um, yeah, actually, nearly every time we uh, we leave the stage door after the show, like everyone's in pink, no oh, matter yeah. if it's Mean Girls Day or not. That's great. Yeah. I was uh, told I had to because I'm going to the show tonight, yep. and I was told I you have to wear. wear pink. I have it's to wear pink. Oh, on yeah, Wednesdays you wear pink, right? You don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's. A, I was not expecting that at all. I love it. People really go all in, and it's. Um, Adorable and so what, what, special. What do you love? What do you love about your character? What do you love about the? You know, because honestly, it, it's um, again, it, it, no one is black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, everyone has their 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 pitfalls and their character flaws. Yeah, um, I would I would say I like her because she is maybe the most flawed one of them all, maybe yeah. the most insufferable one <laughs> of them all. Um, but I like her arc. I like uh, this is. For me personally, this I know this sounds stupid, but this is the most challenging role of my career. I can already predict it. Really? Because she goes through the most insane character development of of sweet, naive, to people pleaser, to mean girl, to Dark Knight of the Soul. To, <laughs> she gets seduced. Yeah. She gets seduced. Yeah. And she's called into that by yeah. people who really want to seek revenge. <laughs> yep. And she becomes, she gets turned over to the dark side. And then, yeah. of course, it all hinges on the burn book, which yep. is critical to everything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a lot that happens in real time, live, uh, for this character that I have to be doing mental gymnastics for. Um, so I, I like playing her personally because it's very difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a lot of code switching and and in tensions and motives that in real time in real time yeah, yeah so it's kind of cool to see i hope i do it okay Casey <laughs> and i uh, graduated high school the same year 1993 so i haven't been in high school uh, for 30 years um mm-hmm. and this is a really open-ended question but um from uh, and the movie came out in 2004 do you think <laughs> that the movie and and subsequently the musical have made clicks um less cool it, it made high school a little bit better because that's an, from an outsider's perspective i kind of feel like they have mm-hmm. but also i'm not in high school anymore yeah. so i don't know i hope so i hope so also i have a lot of hope for uh future generations i think we're getting better um i'm i'm a part of gen z but i'm also kind of a millennial uh i don't even know what to say um <laughs> I'm, I'm both um i'm hopeful that that future generations are getting better and better about this um not only because of the movie but i think we're all becoming a little bit more self-aware we're all getting more comfortable with our own skin um i i do think so i do think this is a good movie to rely on when it comes to like coming back to earth and realizing what the human existence is well, all about i'm a little older i'm, I'm the renaissance mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> but but everything's cyclical it really mm-hmm. and, and it yeah. does and, and and everyone i think we're coming into a point where people kind of take a, a, a breath and let everyone live in their own skin a little bit yeah. and, and 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 realize that you know 
There's more that honestly unites us, and that that all is that's manifest in the um, in in the in the Mean Girls. Exactly. It, that's that's what they all realize. Yeah, that's and the, the fact that Regina ends up kind of like a jock at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah is 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 hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, is it okay to ask how old you are? You mentioned yeah, uh, of how old are you? I'm 26, and 20, I don't wow. have health insurance anymore. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't look at it at all. You look a lot younger, I, which is part of the reason why you're cast in this role. I would imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we're we're talking off air. You're from North Dakota. I am. And where do you live now? I live in Brooklyn, New York okay. now. But you're a New it, it took a while to get here. Um, yeah. Are you with the touring company of the show? So you're going yes. all over the country doing yep. uh, Mean Girls? Where all have you guys uh, played? Um, so far, we've only played in Syracuse and um, now Philly. Next up, we're going to do, we're going to be in Hershey and then we're going to be in Birmingham. Okay. Um, we're going all over. We're going to the Midwest. We're going Are to there the other Coast, companies Coast. doing the same thing uh, across the country? So like it's, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know how many pronged effort that it, this is right now yeah yeah there are several there's um there's like mrs doubtfire on tour which is also a musical movie turned musical um wicked yeah there's there's plenty going on there's so there's theater is booming right now it really um, is i love that yeah. it is we have yeah. a whole bunch of especially in philly there in the area there's a tremendous amount of really top level yeah. uh, um venues that can accommodate it mm-hmm. and every time when every time anyone is you know said oh, i don't know if i'm into that and then they end up going and they have a blast yes. because there's Nothing like seeing something performed live yep. and and that whole theater experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's great. So, and I also have always been sort of um, it's sort of seductive the notion of a traveling touring company yeah. and and the familial stuff. I, is that all true, or is, you know? Yeah. Uh, I assume the benefits far outweigh the the negatives, right? I would say so. Yeah, it's exhausting work. It's it's hard work, but it is thrilling. It's what I'm mostly grateful for is I know what my job is going to be. I mean, COVID pandemic. <laughs> for the next eight months and yeah. it's exciting and i i love that i i've never gotten the chance to play this play a character do a show this many times and kind of like redeem myself this many times mm. and explore explore new things about this show yeah. all right so i'm curious what scenes have been put to music what can you share with us what are some sure. of the songs that we would know from um, uh, from scenes in the movie even the october 3rd line when he when he asked me what day it was <laughs> that's that a is, whole production that is a whole song that oh is my a God. song um, yeah so <laughs> Wow. That's exciting. Um, when she first, when when my character leaves Africa and enters the school uh, and is this new kid, that's a whole production. Um, I would say the most exciting musical production, um, most exciting musical number of this show is when you first get to meet the Plastics, Regina George and her crew. Yeah, um, their entrance, the lighting, the music. The, it's like kind of like. Um, Oh, what am I thinking of? Kind of like James Bond esque. Okay. Yeah, yeah. With, with yeah. The musical motif. Um, yeah, their entrance will blow you away. We get cheers and screams and cries every time that they first come into the show. Each one of those characters is iconic. It's very you know, iconic. I mean, I mean, look at Amanda Seyfried and uh, yeah. Lacey Chabert. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it's um, uh, and they've all you they've become. Costumes. They have. <laughs> yeah, become costumes. They have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a cult classic for a reason. Yeah. Any word on if uh, Lindsay Lohan has seen the show? <laughs> I think she might be a little busy. <laughs> okay. I would be so honored if she came. I love her so freaking much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I adore Lindsay Lohan and I've been um watching the Mean Girls movie like every other day since I got this role. Um I don't think she'll come, but if she's listening to this amazing show. <laughs> did you see her Netflix uh, Christmas movie? I didn't. I, I saw all the promo for it, and it looked awesome. It's, 
I'm like, listen, because there was a time, I think she'd probably even admit at this point, where she kind of eh, went yeah, off the rails a little bit. We all do. But that that Netflix Christmas thing, I'm like. Is it great? It's, I loved it. I freaking <laughs> I loved it. it. Yeah, I believe it. I think yeah. she's good in everything she does. Yeah. I don't think she can make a single mistake. Well, I mean, like Freaky Friday. and I mean, yes. oh, I mean it's Parent Trap. You know, exactly. Oh, she's, she's got the chops. She does. Yeah. I love her. Well, I was reading that your, your pre-show ritual is to listen and sing to Beyonce <laughs> and Ariana Grande, yes. drink some tea, chat with your sister on the phone yeah. and think about Lindsay Lohan. Yes. I love her. She's always on my brain. I love her so much. She's so cool. So what, what moment in the show, I mean, obviously the show is very well received, but is there the one particular moment where you, this, that's, okay, tonight uh, I want to really... Tonight I, I want to be wh- Lindsay Lohan. Well, yeah. What's that um, moment in the show? Well, so this show... It being a musical, yeah. as you might know, it can get a little corny. Yes, <laughs> it can yeah. get a little cheesy. Right. So anytime I kind of want to feel like brought back to earth and um, give a more like maybe nuanced and grounded performance rather than a like musical theater yeah. uh, one, then I, I think of Lindsay and I'm like, hmm, what would she do in this moment to like make it a little bit more real and a little more, a little bit more authentic? So I just kind of think of her when I just want to come back to earth. And it's got a, it's got a sharp, I mean, people, people don't realize, again, it hits on all, there's that moment... I don't know if it's in the in the musical, but it's probably not because you have to eliminate some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they're in the mall and they see Tina Fey, the the, the math yeah. teacher in her, she's working like a like a Bennigan's or something, exactly. with, and her second job. Yeah, and it's like I remember when I was you know in high school or in school, and I would see a teacher out and about in their civilian garb. It's like what exactly yeah. what it's embarrassing? Yeah, yeah. to screw you up. And the fact that you know she picked up on that and put it in there is is, is great. Yeah. So it's got a Jeez. real edge to it, you know. It does. It does. Yeah. It's um, thankfully Tina all. Also wrote the script for the musical, yeah. um, so she's had a huge hand in, in this musical as well. So it, it does remain hilarious. It remains ridiculous. It remains like it, it still has everything the movie has to offer. Excellent. Well, it is. It premiered yesterday. It's running through Sunday, and you can get tim- tickets at KimmelCulturalCampus.org, and it is playing at the Miller Theater. Uh, so if you've got some time and and wear your pink, yes, uh, you can go see Mean Girls. So Natalie, great to meet you. Congratulations on your success, and hope this tour goes wonderful for Thank you. Thank you so much. Excellent. So happy to be here. Natalie Shaw, yeah. guys. Yeah. From Mean Girls. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Uh, we are going to get Bizarre File, Crumb Bum Cash, and Biscuits. Biscuits. When we get back. So stay with us. 93.3 WMMR is cuckoo for food. Tickets to see the Foo Fighters Everything or Nothing at All Tour with the Hives at Hershey Park Stadium, July 23rd. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. But you can listen to Pierre all this week for your shot at free tickets. Plus, this weekend, we're kicking it into Foo King High Gear with a Foo King ton of Foo tunes. And more free tickets up for grabs. MMR VIPs, get the foo over to WMMR.com for an extra chance to win. From the station that's crazy for foo and terrible puns. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Casey, did you eat all your biscuit already? No, all not all biscuits? of it. I just had some of it. Oh, okay. I, I tried three different ones. You did three different yeah. ones? Well, There's I, a lot out yeah, there. We, were, we, yeah. we had just started our interview yeah. uh, with uh, Natalie, who was here a minute ago, and I'm like... 
<laughs> yeah. And I turn around and Casey's eating his biscuit, yeah. eating a sandwich. He his loves his biscuit. Sandwich. I yeah. starved myself for the last day. <laughs> so uh, in preparation, mm-hmm, yeah. I did. I did a little bit of likewise, just because yeah. I knew we were having the biscuits this morning, and mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to really test them out. And I had half a uh, the plain biscuit. Home run. Uh-huh. Casey had texted us a couple of days ago, and it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> you have to. Blah, blah, blah. He's going on about this thing. We do that with each other, though. Oh, we do. We do. Yeah, and yeah. he hadn't even had it yet, just I, from the pictures alone. I remember you had sexy fries. The, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, well, things. I had had those. Yeah, right. Many yeah, times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but Casey had never even had these. He had just seen pictures, and he's like, we have to we have to buy, to buy mean, these. If you're going to open up a biscuit shop, your biscuits are probably pretty damn good. So <laughs> right? I, I kind of stand behind Casey with loving it at the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I mean, I all I said was, and I sent you guys the uh, the link for it, and I just said, hey, I'm going to order this. Uh, well, I didn't know they were closed on Mondays. I was like, uh, I want to go here, and I said, I'll buy. And that's that's all. I, I didn't. I, I didn't okay. Really sorry, crazy. I was accentuating that a little bit for <laughs> dramatic effect on the radio. I apologize. Yeah, okay. Uh, but anyhow, so we talked about it on the air, and <laughs> now we got the biscuit lady sitting here in our studio with yes. us this morning. So, uh, this is uh, Tara, by the way. Yay! How are you, Tara? Hi. Good morning. I'm the, doing very well. Happy to be here. Thank you for having us. The biscuit lady. Well, yeah, you called in. Uh, I, I did. We were talking about it about uh, these biscuits and. Uh, You've got a huge fan right here, Casey boy. Well, presentation is like, I don't want to say it's everything, but that's what brought me to the table was, uh, was you know, how everything was presented on your Instagram feed. I'm like, okay, I think I can get behind this. And Kathy's right. You're not going to do this. <laughs> if your biscuits aren't damn good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so you guys are celebrating uh, an anniversary of sorts this weekend? We are, absolutely. We're hitting one year on October 7th, one year in business. So we're very excited about that. Uh, it's been an incredible year. We're so thankful for all of our amazing customers, all the support we've received throughout the year, but yes, one year. Any small business, you know, any, and we, we, we we're big supporters of small business, and when you try to go up that huge mountain of getting something to catch on and invest the time and the effort, you work, like, I'm sure you work around the clock and, you know, you have to invest a lot of blood and sweat into it and hope against hope that it works, but you're getting traction, and that's, that's really cool. So to make it to the one-year mark, while it may not seem like a lot, it's a lot. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Thank you. And what kind of what what all kind of biscuits do you make? So every week we switch up our varieties to keep things interesting. Um, for example, we'll do a strawberry biscuit with a lemon glaze, a cinnamon sugar biscuit with a vanilla glaze. This week to celebrate our one year uh, anniversary, we're doing a birthday cake biscuit. So it's similar to a. Fun is that what's in there? Mm-hmm. That is what's in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it has sprinkles yeah. on it. It looks like a birthday cake. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. amazing. Well, yeah. Let me ask why biscuits. A year ago, you're before you were opening any sort of business. Why biscuits? What are you a cop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being interrogated? No, um, <laughs> no. Biscuits, why not? Biscuits are buttery. They're comforting. They feel like a warm hug. And um, <laughs> Yeah. And are, I, you a, are you a chef or just someone who is making biscuits at home? And I like, am not a chef. Okay. Um, I'm a realtor in my former life. Oh. And I really wanted to get out of that industry. It was is, this a family re- is this a family recipe? It is a recipe I created. They're, oh, that you, you created? created. Yeah, wow. It's a trial and error. In fact, uh, my team and I, it was probably about eight months ago in our kitchen that we're in right now. We tweaked the recipe, kept tweaking it, and finally... Finally, we got this thing down, and I was like, I tasted a bit of real estate in there. You did? See? Yes. No, it it really, so my mother was a Southern cook, and, uh, you know, I loved the the, the biscuits she would make, and this is on a par, really solid, you know. uh, And and you were all 
just kind of like a lab, right? I assume. Absolutely. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It started in my home kitchen. I was baking and delivering from home and then it just blew up from there. But that's a ballsy yeah. move. It's yeah. a ballsy move to leave real estate and then just say, okay, let's, let's, you know, do this. So I tried uh, just a tiny bit. I told Casey, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. watching what I'm eating this yeah. week. I've got a weight goal in mind, so I'm not going to dive into a biscuit because right. they're just, uh-huh. you know, they'll they, do a number on you. The and they, if they're, they're, they're nothing but flavor. And I tried a little bit of the birthday cake. It's fan freaking tastic. <laughs> It is outstanding. It's unbelievable. And I'm not even a big birthday cake, you know, like there's birthday cake ice cream and stuff like that. No, no, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. Really like that. This is wonderful. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, our pleasure. Thank you for bringing that by here. Absolutely. Excellent. So we're yes. going to enjoy our biscuits, and we thank you and Jen and Crystal and Kieran for coming by today. And your location? Uh, we're located at 5154 Ridge Avenue in Roxborough. Uh, follow our Instagram account at thebiscuitlady underscore Philly. And we're there Thursday through Sunday, open till sellout. So come early, order ahead, limited supply. What time do you usually sell out by? Uh, around like 1130, 12. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So get out of bed, damn it. Yeah. Yes. Get your Biscuits, bitch. Biscuits. Biscuits. All right. Thank Biscuits. you, Biscuit Lady. Tara, yeah. thank you. Yeah. All right. Biscuits. We have uh, Bizarre Files stories to do right now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Got junk and want it gone? Then you want J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Veteran and military family owned and operated. Visit J-Dog Junk Removal, rdsc.com. That's J-Dog Junk Removal, rdsc.com. Well, this is, you hear of this myth, but this is legit. What? Eight members of an organ trafficking ring in northeast Pakistan have been arrested, police said. The ring's leader, uh, Fawad Mukhtar, is accused of extracting the kidneys of more than 300 people. Whoa. And transplanting them into rich clients. Oh, man. He has previously been arrested five times for malpractice, but managed to secure bail each time. Uh, at least three people died from having their organs harvested in this way. How do you get suspended five times? The transplants were carried out in private homes, often without the patients knowing. So what, did they knock them out? I don't know how. I mean, it'd be hard to pull it off while they were awake. Yeah, I don't know how it worked. Uh, what are you doing down there? A car mechanic is said to have worked for Mr. Mukhtar's surgical, uh, as no. his surgical no. assistant. They got somebody from Jiffy Loop? And helped lure vulnerable patients from hospitals. Wow. Uh, the kidneys were then sold for up to uh, $99,000 to $120,000 each. Uh, there are, he said there are, according to a source, there are a lot more transplants and illegal surgeries than this. These are the ones that we have just confirmed. Uh, the commercial trade of human organs was made illegal in Pakistan in 2000. Oh, they just came around to that 13 years ago. (laughs) Maybe we should talk about this. Uh, The punishment for those caught includes a decade-long term uh, in jail, a huge fine, in the hopes that this will stop sales uh, to overseas clients by exploitive doctors, middlemen, recipients, and donors. That was always the urban legend that a guy went out on a date with a woman and fell asleep and woke up in a bathtub full of ice yes. and the organ was stolen, right? That's the classic story, but here it is. Yeah, however, there has been a rise in organ trafficking in the country as people struggle with low wages and poor enforcement of the law. In January, police uncovered another 
organ trafficking ring after a missing 14-year-old boy was found in an underground lab after having his kidney removed. Imagine having a mechanic remove your kidney. Wow, wow. All right, uh, a 104-year-old Chicago woman is hoping to be certified as the oldest person to ever skydive after leaving her walker on the ground and making a tandem jump in northern Illinois. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, So... Dorothy Hoffner told a cheering crowd uh, moments before leaving the ground, saying, age is just a number. Goddamn, that hurt. The Guinness World Record for oldest skydiver was set in May 2022. Describing her job By 103-year-old uh, Lene Ingard Larson from Sweden. But uh, Skydive Chicago is working to have Guinness World Records certify Hoffner's jump as a record. Hoffner first skydived when she was 100. Wow. And on Sunday, she left her walker behind just short of the plane, a sky van, and was helped up the steps to join the others waiting inside the skydive. To be honest, I'm not impressed. I, I would like to see a halo jump. She said as she was finally seated, let's go, let's go, Geronimo. Ah. Uh, when she first skydived, she said she had to be pushed out of the aircraft. <laughs> but on Sunday, tethered to a U.S. Parachute Association certified instructor, Hoffner insisted on leading the jump from 13,500 feet. She says she wants to replicate the jump in point break, Preston. Uh, she looked, yeah, with no shoot. She looked calm and confident when the plane was aloft and its aft door opened uh, before she shuffled toward the edge and wow. leapt into the air. Uh, Kudos t- to her. Tumbled out of the plane, head first, completing a Perfect forward roll in the sky before flying stable in free fall with her belly facing the ground. Uh, the dive lasted seven minutes, including her parachute slow descent to the ground. Uh, she picked up her legs and plopped softly onto the grassy landing area. <laughs> Friends rushed in to share congratulations while someone brought her over her walker to her. Uh, by the way, uh, she turns 105 in December, and she said she might take a ride in a hot air balloon next. She said, I've never been in one of those. Do you think... Do you think someone, for example, who is, you know, um, conf- or at least has to use a walker, is maybe confined to a wheelchair, could you go into like an iFly and maybe could you benefit from that? Um, you, know, you rocketed to the top. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if your arms work, right, you, and you're able to bend your body yeah, a little bit. I think that's wishful thinking. It, you, you have to be flexible. Yeah. Uh, you, you definitely have to arch your back. If you have some <laughs> older relatives you're not particularly fond of, if you wouldn't mind, we'd like to conduct an experiment. All right, turn on the yeah. fan. All right, and here we go. Ah, it didn't work. I don't think it's going to end well. Gum, 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 gum stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> Get a spatula. Uh, so, I don't know. Where's my pudding? Yep. Ah, shut up. You're putting it in. All right, we're moving on. Like Another a, story. Would you like a biscuit cocoa? <laughs> Catalina Island. Uh, of course, you guys know that's yes, uh, yes. off the coast wine of uh, California right next to it. Yeah, the wine mixer yeah, is yeah. there. That's where Natalie there. Wood died. Right up from San Diego. Uh, there is a nonprofit that administers much of the island, home to just over 4,000 people per year, uh, year-round, that is. Uh, they say its very existence as a functioning ecosystem is threatened by a couple thousand unwanted guests, and those are mule deer, an invasive species first introduced to the island back in the late 1920s. So where do they fly out there? When it was still being used for ranching. The plan is to kill them specifically by hiring people to shoot them from helicopters. Wow, man, that seems brutal. 
Uh, Can't you just blow them up? Whitney Latore, the chief executive of the Catalina Island Cons- uh, Conservancy, said the island and the deer are both fighting for survival and neither one is winning. The problem is that Catalina's semi-arid land is no match for the roughly 2,000 deer who are competing for a diminishing amount of vegetation. A situation that is exacerbated <laughs> by the, clients, the climate crisis. And they said, unless we address the deer issue, the island will become more <laughs> will become more and more for you. vulnerable. Oh, they said it in Rambo. I'm coming for you. More and more vulnerable to the devastating consequences brought on by rising temperatures and drought. So her organization has proposed partnering with another nonprofit, uh, which is White Buffalo Incorporated, which employs hunters to help preserve native species and ecosystems. Oh, I thought you said they're going to send in white buffalo there, to kill the mule. There's a, he- a healthy bison population. Yeah, on, I, have there's right. yeah. I have more on that. So yeah. Catalina has battled and eliminated invasive species before. In 1990, uh, hunters killed about 1,700 goats in the span of two weeks, and now no goats can be found on the island today. Bison, too, pose a threat, uh, but they have not been eliminated. The herd has been reduced uh, from about 400 to 100. Um, it was 400 in 1990. It's 100 today. And they used birth control for that. Yeah. Like rubbers? Condoms and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the proposal to eliminate mule deer through a mass culling, by contrast, has proven controversial yeah. among residents and those concerned with animal welfare. Indeed, not everyone views the mule deer as a threat that needs to be eradicated. So I had never heard of a mule deer, actually, uh, until I got to the Grand Canyon this summer. They're all over there. We yeah. would just see them standing on the side of the road. We were walking uh, right around the They're rim. And they were just, yeah, right there. I've been yeah. to Catalina a few times. I think it used to be owned by uh, the Wrigley family of, of the gun right. fame. And they were the ones that brought out the bison. And it's a fascinating to see a bison herd on this island. On an middle. island? Yeah, wow. in the Channel Islands in California, off of California. Now, Catalina is surrounded by great whites if you just push them into the water. Oh! Yeah. Had they thought about that? Right. All right. Uh, I know we're out of music, but we got a couple more minutes, and I have uh, one more story uh, that I wanted to pass along before it gets too old. A uh, 73-year-old woman was hospitalized after she was attacked by a bear west of Glacier National Park, uh, just south of the U.S.-Canadian border. Another bear attack. There's another bear yeah. attack. I had one just a while ago. Man, going to be a bear. Be a grizzly. <laughs> Uh, the woman and her husband and dog were in the Flathead National Forest Sunday afternoon when a bear emerged from thick brush and attacked her. Her husband deployed bear spray, and the bear moved away from the woman, so it worked. Man, the bear spray that worked stuff stinks. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? You have to wash your eyes out with oh milk. Oh, God, I can't even see. Uh, Smells like aqua velva. Uh, the couple returned to their vehicle and drove to a location where they could uh, call emergency services. The woman was flown to the hospital. Yeah, call one for me. Wildlife officials had no information about the woman's medical condition on Monday. Her name has not been released. Uh, the area is closed while investigation continues. Officials, officials don't know if a grizzly bear or a black bear was involved. And the couple does own maybe a property. wearing a disguise in that area. Maybe, yeah, possibly. Could you imagine a, a grizzly bear wearing a black bear? Costume. I'm, I'm just a black bear. Yeah. Right, and um, that's it in the bizarre file. So mace, pepper spray, bear spray, are they all one and the same? Or I think bear spray, judging by what you're trying to repel, is is more potent, but right. I could be wrong. Are you guys? I wasn't sure. I thought it maybe had to do with the delivery system that it. That's that what it, I was wondering because bear spray seems like you can be a little further away. Yeah, I don't well, know. It's though. the it's the strength of the formula. Okay. Concentration. There's higher concentration of the active ingredient in bear spray. You guys okay. ever get that in your own boss? 
uh, pepper spray, yes. You have. So case, uh, yeah, by, by, you, funny you should bring this up. There, I found something, you know, even though sometimes you have a bowl, like by the door, we have this stuff, and, and, uh, oh. and, and there was a little thing I didn't realize someone had given me, like, uh, pepper you spray. you put on your keychain or something? Like you put on your keychain. Yeah. I'm like, I was, I thought it was like, it looked like banaca. Oh my Steve, God. mine. Did you what? spray it in your mouth? No, I was about <laughs> to dose, spray it just to see what it was. That's how I, that's how I got it in my eye. I had it on my keychain, and it's, it was very old, and it started to leak out. Yeah. And then I touched my face. It's, it's potent wow. stuff. All right. Uh, well, our next guest is on the line and ready to chat. And this is awesome because um, she's got a book, a cookbook, that's about leftovers. Yes. I don't know about you guys, but we have tons of leftovers in my house all the time. <laughs> a lot of times the stuff goes to waste, and I hate that. And I would like to know better ways <laughs> to uh, to do something with that stuff. So, Spice it up. Fortunately, she's got a book. It's called Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. Please welcome Tiffany Thiessen to the show. Tiffany. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. <laughs> I'm really good. How are you guys? We're wonderful. Thank you. Listen, so uh, about the, uh, the the book, are you a household that has a bunch of crap left over all the time as well? Yes. All the time, um, and I, you know, I'm always trying to instill in my kids the importance of food waste because it is important, and we waste about 40% as a society, which is kind of crazy. So between that and the cost of food, which is skyrocketed, and it's crazy, I was like, I need to come up with a book that really resonates with people with food that they probably already have in their fridge and their pantry, and that's where Here We Go Again came. I love the idea, and apparently, and I was just reading a little bit about you, and obviously we know about you from from your various shows, and 90210, and Save by the Bell, and all that stuff, but I didn't realize growing up, you apparently... Apparently, you know, the, you were you were not super well off and had to stretch your food. And, yep. and, and, and this is where you yep. kind of picked up. Your, I, I didn't know you had all these yeah, culinary I mean, capabilities. <laughs> well, I definitely grew up in a household where all the women were cooking together. And so I learned all my, my skills from them. And, and yeah, I mean, my mom was probably, I would give her the title, really, of Queen of Leftovers because I didn't realize it until I got older. But, you know, the chicken she would make, you know, roasting chicken on, on Monday would roll into enchiladas on Tuesday. And then it would be chicken, into, you know, chicken noodle soup yeah. on Thursday. I mean, she was the queen of doing that because of budget reasons. And so I thought it was kind of a perfect time with, you know, the expensive food right now and the waste of food that we are doing as a society, I thought it was really perfect to, to really kind of create a cookbook that I've never seen before. No, I love it. And it's done with a sense of humor. And obviously, you, you know, yeah. you, you obviously want to incorporate that in it. But yeah, there's um, my wife and I, we always talk about the reheat, the re-preparation of food. We end up getting, yeah. we'll get a lot of restaurant food. But then when you're at home and, you know, we, oh, maybe I can rework this into this. And we end up doing that a lot. Yeah. So to have this resource is yeah. very cool. But I want to ask you, how, how much has the air fryer revolutionized getting a second life on your leftovers? Well, I think a lot of people love the air fryer. I mean, I have one, and I'll be totally honest. I don't use it as often as I think a lot of people do. Um, I probably should, um, but it's it's become one of those other gadgets that sits in my pantry and just kind of collects stuff. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Color me intrigued by the. Lots of people love it. You know, uh, there is a, there is a description of a, of a recipe, and you're you're just going to have to share it with us because I demand that. Uh, <laughs> okay. But it's a breakfast sandwich made with leftover pizza. Ooh. And it is amazing. Do Can tell. I tell you, I mean, it is really. It is. It is. It, it takes the pizza, which I, if I, if you're like me, I don't mind cold pizza. I actually love it. But likewise, but it kind of elev- Yeah, it elevates it in a way that 
really just kind of takes that pizza to the next level. So you're not just having cold pizza, but I make it into a breakfast sandwich with a gorgeous fried egg with a little chili oil. It's got prosciutto, crispy prosciutto, fresh ricotta on it. Oh. And then I and then I add a, a really crispy cheese layer on top. So that makes it the sandwich. And it's truly, it's it's one it's one for the books. you got to try it. It is literally that one for the books. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I want to j- jump off the topic here for a second and, uh, th- this may uh, end up getting zero <laughs> response, Tiffany, but, uh, real quick. I mean, first of all, uh, say by the bell was what brought you on the map for me. And then, um, me and my friends were obsessed with 90210 and I just think it's so wild that my friend, one of my best friends from growing up, you guys may actually be friends right now. Um, so my oh, friends, really? yeah, my friend's name is Matt and he owns the pedal workshop and, uh, it's so it's a florist. Oh my God, Maddie! Yeah. There you go. Okay, yeah. So I'm looking at a video I on. Adore him! <laughs> I adore him, and he's so freaking talented. I love that man. That's so cool. Yeah, I think it's really. Well, listen, his mother had a green thumb, Janet. I hope you're listening right now, Janet and Tom. But uh, the uh, so when he he went out to L.A. to be an actor, and now he has really settled in and just does some really beautiful work. And and I, I just was going through well, his Instagram. He's one of the. He's one of the biggest, most famous florists here and literally in Los Angeles. He does every big gig, every celebrity. Like, the guy is, like, massive. I, I'm so excited for his success because he truly deserves it, first of all. That's he's so cool. He's talented. Yeah, me too, me great. too. And if anybody needs to know what kind of work he does, if you've seen the Goop uh, picture where uh, Gwynny is uh, standing in front of uh, uh, what essentially looks like a vagina made out of flowers. Yeah, yeah. Those that's, are flowers? that's Matt. There we go. That's well, Matt. He right you know, knows what he's doing, Matt. Yeah. yeah. Only he could do it. <laughs> so I think it's pretty wild that, uh, you know, one day we, we couldn't wait to get to the Philadelphia Auto Show because Ian Ziering was making yeah, an yeah. appearance there, and now you guys are friends. Oh, my I- God, I die. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait, wait. Oh, is it li- isn't life crazy? It, it is. It is. I mean, and you obviously you have, the, you know, the, the fandom and all that stuff. But let me ask you, and this with this cookbook and everything and, and with your fascination yeah. with this, could this ever, would this ever lead to a chain of... Tiffany uh, Thiessen uh, restaurants. Hmm. Oh, gosh. You know, the restaurant business, ah, that's a whole nother ball game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I enjoy and I enjoy my my sleep at night. And I think if I were to open a restaurant, I think that would go bye bye. And this 50, almost 50 year old woman. <laughs> mm, I don't know if that's the, that's the avenue I want to go down. I, you never know. You never know. But uh, or like a like a like a pop up, I would say. How about a, like a food yeah, truck? Because, pop up. Yeah. Because yeah. you could handle a pop up. Yeah. Because handle a pop up. That's it's, possible. It, that's possible. It's clear you love doing this. It's clear you love sharing this stuff. I do. I really do. I love food. I love. I love creating recipes. I mean, it's it's definitely been another huge passion of mine since I was little. So yes. Nice. And you're going to be doing a uh, a, a book tour. It's a virtual book tour and uh, and a signing. And people can uh, jump in and and uh, chat and ask questions and whatnot. I actually, I actually did it yesterday. Ah. yesterday so, sorry, sorry to say that you're Johnny come lately, but you are. <laughs> you missed out, Preston. I know, and I'm telling you, this the, the, yeah. the leftover pizza <laughs> breakfast sandwich alone has got me, and I'm seeing other things like leftover mashed potato dumplings and a spaghetti oh, pie. Oh yeah, and I have to ask you this, and I and and uh, it's on our sheet here. And I remember reading something about this. One of your first com- commercials was for Peaches and Cream Barbie, correct? It was. Yep. So, are, are you a Barbie aficionado? And has the success of the Barbie movie just blown you away? 
Well, I'll tell you a little a little backstory that's quite funny. Um, you know, I was a Barbie. Like, I loved dolls when I was little. And so when I got the commercial, it was one of my very first big jobs that I ever got. I was super excited because it was Barbie. Um, but the funny thing is, is when I got there, it was me and another girl. And I, of course, am brunette, if people know me. And the other girl was blonde. And so they let the blonde girl be able to, like, hold the Barbie doll. And I had to hold Ken. And as an eight-year-old little girl, <laughs> I thought, Ken was not that exciting. I'm sorry. I'd be more excited now to hold Ken, but back then at eight, I'm sorry. I wanted Barbie, and I was very upset. <laughs> I can see why. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not, it's not what you want. So, mm. But we're looking at the commercial right now. It's, it, it, it's, let me tell you, it's, it still holds up. So yeah. there you go. All right. Well, listen, <laughs> Tiffany, we will make sure people are quite aware of the book. It's called Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. You can get it at uh, TiffanyThiessen.com, but I'm sure it's available on, on all books. It's available everywhere where books are sold, yes. Wonderful. Excellent. Great, Tiffany. Congratulations. And uh, and thanks for doing this because I'm going to get some use out of it. You got it anytime. Yeah. Tiffany Thiessen. She's cool. Yeah, she if is. If you ever cool. see her interview, she's very, you know, like this interview, you can tell she's very self deprecating and fun. I like that. It is, it's time. We ah. need to do this right now. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. All right, we're to show, S-H-O-W. We're going to give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways that you can do it uh, through WMMR.com, through the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911, and one random entry is going to get a grand, $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com, and it's all sponsored by Horizon Services. So again, the word is show, S-H-O-W, and you have until 15 after the hour to get that in. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Lesson question, trash, music news. They're on the way. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve radio program. Seven minutes after 10, that means you got 
you know, roughly seven minutes and a little bit left to enter the word show. That's the latest keyword that we've offered up for MMR's Crumbum Cash. So make sure you do that and uh, get yourself set because we might give you a call and you just might win $1,000 in our company-wide contest brought to you by Horizon Services. So again, the word is show, S-H-O-W. Enter that right about now. All right, um, we have some other things to give away. While you're doing that, we also have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see Drew Lynch, who's going to be playing Thursday, October 12th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, of course. And the question that we pose to you this morning, dear friend, to see if you've been listening, is what does the attorney war child always advise you to do? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What does attorney Warchild always advise you to do? 215-263-WMMR. If you heard that earlier this morning, well, this is your chance to win. So call right now, and we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Liberty Safe of New Jersey. I'm Route 130 in Bordentown and Route 73 in Mount Laurel. Online at LibertySafesNJ.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, rumors abounding that NBA superstar Jimmy Butler has been linked to explosive hip-shaking singer and dancer Shakira. Butler is not commenting, but it should be noted that he recently traveled to a urologist in Zurich to get his penis restraightened. Wow! Hey! The costume uh, Leonardo DiCaprio wore, Kathy, and James Cameron's Titanic going up for auction next month and is expected to fetch between one hundred and fifteen and two hundred thirty thousand dollars. Also for auction is a donut pillow Kathy Bates sat on during a hemorrhoid flare-up. Wow. Oh, my God. And finally, Kevin Federline telling People Magazine that there was a time during his marriage to Britney Spears when he feared people uh, were thinking that he was, quote, a loser. Federline says he's now in a much more certain place where people know he's a loser. <laughs> All right, we are going to see if you know the answer to this. What does the attorney war child always advise you to do? And our caller. Oh, uh, well, first, let me welcome you. Is your name Eric? Yes, it is. All right, and what does he always advise you to do? Back off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Hang on, Eric. War child, seriously. Got it right, and we are going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Drew Lynch Thursday, October 12th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets are on sale now. Details on the concert calendar at WMMR.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Monster Mania 57. And that's coming up November 10th to the 12th in Oaks, Pennsylvania with Alice Cooper. Scream reunion. Uh, The stars of Five Nights at Freddy's and more. Awesome. Tickets are on sale now. Monstermania.net. Just a handful of stories this morning. Uh, You too took a moment out of their Las Vegas residency to pay tribute to Sinead O'Connor. Huh. Uh, during their Saturday concert at the New Sphere venue, uh, the band broke into a snippet of O'Connor's 1990 song, Nothing Compares to You, honoring the singer, who also hailed from the group's native Ireland and died at the age of 56 in July. Uh, the band honored the singer-songwriter while playing uh, With or Without You. After Bono sang the final verse of the Grammy winner's emotional fan favorite, the song 
warped into the classic O'Connor track. Um, and he had said, uh, nothing compares to you, while keeping uh, his gaze glancing upward. Moments after the song concluded, he continued looking peacefully up and outward at the animal designs in a pink hue that covered the interior of the spherical space. Uh, the band had previously spoke about the death of the singer, whose death is currently being investigated with an autopsy uh, after no medical cause was given. Uh, in July, they shared a photo of the artist and activist on Instagram, and in the caption, quoted the lyrics of her 1986 collaboration uh, with The Edge on the song Heroin, and the group wrote, uh, Touch these eyes with a broken smile, touch my mouth with your furrowed brow, lift my heart, heal my shame, lead me into rest again, heroin, rest in peace, Sinead. Look, so, I've got a feeling there's a mule deer having a big problem with those on Catalina Island. I hope everyone will say a prayer for the mule deer and the eventual culling of them. Bono is really up he's on very current, tight events. Into current events. He always knows what's happening. Which is weird because didn't he also do a uh, something for Penny Marshall on stage as well? I thought he did. You're, You're gonna, gonna do, do it. it. <laughs> Give you any, any chance, chance you'll take it. it. <laughs> Give you any rule. You're, You're gonna, gonna break it. it. Beautiful. You're, You're gonna, gonna make, make your dreams come, come true. We can stop now. Doing <laughs> it your it way. On, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's gonna, gonna turn you back, back now. Straight ahead because. You're on the track now. You're going to make your dreams come true. Doing it your way. There's nothing you won't try. You never heard the word impossible. It's beautiful lyrics. This time, there's no stopping you. You're going to do it. Because, believe it or not, you're walking on air. You never Thought, Thought you, you could, could feel, feel so free. free. E. Flying, flying away, away on, a, on a wing and a prayer. Ooh, could this be me? It's the greatest American heroes, and that's what you are. You, every one of you. It's beautiful. He's the man with it the still microphone. holds up. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Osborne is making plans to open a museum of Ozzy Osborne memorabilia in his hometown in England. Huh. I wonder what uh, that would be like. On their family's podcast, The Osbournes, Sharon said, I've been busy trying to get together daddy's memorabilia for the memorabilia place that we're opening in Birmingham. They should have him record the recording devices that you walk around. Oh, this is uh, describing right, yeah, what you're looking at and Ozzy's perspective. Uh, four years ago, the Birmingham Music and Art Gallery opened a three-month exhibition on Black Sabbath. So, okay, so his actual rock memorabilia, right? Just, okay. Uh, she said it would be an interactive experience with videos of uh, live shows, and they would have all of his awards, stage clothes, posters uh, from the early incarnation of this, Sabbath. It's also the collection of my Beanie Babies. Uh, and then, speaking of Ozzy, uh, Jack Black was performing at an event. It was uh, Tom Morello's grandmother's 100th birthday party. Yeah. It was his grandmother? His grandmother. And uh, his son is in this band. It's uh, I believe that's his son. Yeah. It, it's um, And it's wild because the, it really looked kind of like a really intimate venue or a place or almost like a restaurant. It looked like a retirement home yeah. is what it looked like to me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jack and uh, Tom's son's band 
were playing, and they did some Ozzy. They did. For a 100th birthday Yeah, party. they did. So I'm going to play a little bit of this. This is uh, him and the version of Mr. Crowley. Here we go. Kids in the band look to be about 13, about that, 14 yeah. years old, something like that, and they sound great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the kid ends up doing the, like a ripping guitar solo, and I'm, I'm assuming well, that's yeah, Tom's son. his son. I'm not 100% sure, but it's pretty cool. Uh, we have another piece of audio to play as well. This is Now, you're going to have to set this up, Steve, because I don't know what's up with the, the Dave Grohl clip. Yeah, so so somebody had a medical incident during the, and it's just a quick little thing, but uh, during one of their concerts, and so he starts to noodle a little bit of Zeppelin in the first clip, uh, Stairway to Heaven. Oh, okay. Should I stop playing while you take care of that? Okay. I'll play something while you do that. Everything all right? Did you figure that out? Or do I have to play Stairway to Heaven? Do we need to play Stairway to Heaven right now? All right, we got to make sure they're okay over there, all right? <laughs> and then it turns out the person's okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. With the word she can get what she can Figured out great because that's a long song, you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got another confession. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Isn't that great? By the way, it's going to be a Foo Fighters weekend here on MMR. It's uh, the Everything or Nothing at All tour, and uh, they're going to be performing at Hershey Park Stadium on July 23rd. Pierre will have tickets for you to win today, yeah. Uh, and then through the weekend, we will have them available as well on MMR. And we're going to be playing. Um, Double shots of uh, Foo Fighters all weekend long, so make sure that you are with us. All right, and that is the last item in music news. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second and wrap up the program. You will need the letter of the day for the word of the week, so don't go anywhere. We'll have it next. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMMR advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all business challenge participants will enter to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation. Large or small, every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit
Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Kathy, I forgot to do this earlier. Yes. And we need to do it now because we're ra- wrapping up the program. We oh. need our secret tech oh. word caller. Oh. So what's it going to be? I'm going to go with caller six. All right. Six caller, 215-263-WMMR. But you need to know the secret text word in order to win. So 215-263-WMMR. We'll see if you end up getting uh, the goodies that we have over here. Uh, today's been a busy day, and I would like to thank all those busy people that came by today. Uh, we had comedian uh, Arden Marine. Hey! And Arden... Woo! A ball of energy. Delightful. Brought us tons and tons of tasty cakes this morning. And she will be performing at City Winery next Thursday. You can get tickets at citywinery.com. Uh, but uh, she was a lot of fun. She was great. Cool. Uh, and then we had another uh, cool gal stop by. Uh, she is in the new tour of Mean Girls, and she's playing the lead, Caddy. And uh, they're, the shows are going on now. It started yesterday at uh, the Miller Theater, which is part of the Kimmel campus, uh, through this Sunday, October 8th. And her name was Natalie Shaw, and she was hey. just a sweet gal. And a talented person. And then we have the very uh, spunky Tiffany Thiessen on the phone. And she's got a new cookbook called Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers, uh, which is available now. and actually sounds like some pretty solid. You going to try that pizza? I'm going to try that. Breakfast pizza for sure. And then we got to thank the Biscuit Lady and the Biscuit Lady's friends for stopping by this morning uh, in Maniac. And you know what she brought us? Biscuits, biscuits, wow. yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Uh-huh. But uh, no, we had a we had a bunch of guests and uh, lots of uh, friends stop by this biscuits. morning. <laughs> All right, we were looking for caller number six. <laughs> Just so happens we have that call on the line, and it is Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good morning, it. Uh, Mike. Good morning to see you. And what is the secret text word, sir? Clown. Clown is correct. <laughs> You got it, buddy. Hang on the line. Hi, Mike. We're going to get your information. <laughs> We're going to give you tickets to see Depeche Mode Wednesday, October 25th at the Wells Fargo Center. And we also are going to give a pair to Rob Ross from Roxborough, Pennsylvania. Ours. Rob was our secret texter. I mean, he was uh, the random texter that we chose. And he is also going to get tickets to Depeche Mode Wednesday, October 25th. Wells Fargo Center tickets are on sale now. Complete details on the concert calendar at WMMR.com. What did you say, sir? Uh, Steve said that's a lot of R's. And yes. I said it sure is. It sure uh, is. I'm, well, Rob <laughs> Ross from where? Roxborough. 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 Rob Ross from Roxborough. That's right. Who is rocking and ready. That's right. R.E.M. To reciprocate. (laughs) To reciprocate, (laughs) if you will. Right. Uh, Looking at a picture of you and Dave Grohl. Why is this on my screen here? Oh, because I have Foo Fighters tickets. That's uh, the last time I interviewed him. I think that's the last time I interviewed him in person. I've done a few phones uh, with him since then. But that is on my Facebook uh, and Instagram and Twitter thing. Um, And it uh, is in honor of the fact that we will have these Foo Fighters tickets that you were kind enough to mention earlier. He's a very genuine guy, is he not? Oh, my God. He's just the best. That clip that you played... (laughs) 
going into a little stairway to heaven. I mean, he's everyone that works in their camp has just says over and over how decent a person he is. And he's never been anything short of uh, kind in the chances uh, that I've had to talk with him. I saw a cool video. Uh, Stefan Lassard of uh, the Dave Matthews Band, bass, bass player for the Dave Matthews Band, shared this yesterday. And it was um, Dave in concert. And there was a, a nice person sitting up front uh, holding up a, uh, a poster. And Dave said, I can see it. And I really like what it says on there. It's annoying the people behind you. And because (laughs) this woman who was holding up the poster, you know, she was blocking the people. They couldn't see the stage. And so he acknowledged it in a really nice way and appreciated what she had written. And he's like, now, please take it down. And so then the crowd went nuts. It was was cool. That is so cool. The way he handled it was great. I've thought of him a lot, him and Billy Joe Armstrong, when I do my weekend or my uh, daily planner, because it it often is in 1967 or 68 or 69 on this day, some artists from Janis Joplin to Jim Morrison was arrested on stage for cursing. Right. And, um, I mean, every other word is an F-bomb or an S-bomb from him or Billy Joe. Uh, thus that, I mean, we have some Green Day records on vinyl that we can't play because <laughs> right. there's nothing but there's there's yeah. no way of editing them. Because, I mean, you could pot it down if it was one F, but it, it, then F, 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 you know, so um, it's, it's fascinating. But he's the best. He is. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, uh, we need to get a letter out of you if you got it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I as in illegal. All right, we have two more to go and then we give away the VIP package for two at the Taste Philadelphia Festival of Food, Wine, and Spirits. It's October 20th and 21st. Valley Forge Casino Resort plus hotel stay that Friday night. Watch live cooking demonstrations, drink and mingle with local sports legends. And you can meet It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia star Glenn Howerton as he signs bottles of Four Walls Whiskey. 21 and over event, over 120 exhibitors to sample and taste. And tickets are available at Philly. Tastefest.com, by the way. Uh, so we know you got Foo Fighters tickets. Right. What else you got going uh, on? Crumb Bum Cash at noon, 3 and 5 o'clock. Uh, we've got a Workforce Box of Collective Soul and Led Zeppelin and The Killers. Ooh, nice selection. And uh, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, President Steve Show. brought to you today by Duncan. And the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Uh, tomorrow, a Thursday morning, we'll have in our studio for a full-on update of what is going on in his life, uh, Bam Margera wow. yeah. will be here tomorrow. Wow. So he's in town and uh, and he's been here for a little while and he's getting things together. Uh, so he wants to come on and chat. Yeah. And we'll have him on. See he's he's, he's a friend. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.